Sorry, I was thinking of uh, what Nicolas Cage would be a patron saint of. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, you know, I was behind a truck yesterday uh, when I came. I was coming to pick you up. Um, that the license plate said Mister Cage on it, and the really? person was driving like an asshole. And it seemed like they maybe may have been watching a video on their phone or something because they were just going right into the other lane. And then whipping back, and they kept doing that, like into oncoming traffic yeah, yeah. because I wasn't on the highway. They were just like going, and then I mean, everything I've heard about Nicolas Cage is he's a pretty nice guy. So I imagine he'd probably be a pretty friendly driver. Yeah, no, I would after think so you, too. you can go ahead and merge in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're both gonna go. get where we're going. I mean, I but what with his Cage freakouts, I could also see him having incredible road rage. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think it could go both ways. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Deep in a trailer somewhere in Arizona. Might be a dream. It might be the beautiful land that we call Arizona. It's your host, Mucky Trudell. It's also your co-host, Billiam. And our special guest, Caleb. I am Nicholas Cage. This is Failing Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Huh. This is the best goddamn baby I've ever seen. Fantastic. <laughs> we also have G Money here. I love yeah, yeah. him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. I got the best damn one. Yeah, so we, we also have G Money here. Um, it, it was Nicolas Cage, I guess, but... No, I'm Nicolas Cage. Okay, it's Nicolas Cage. I am Nicolas Cage. I heard you were doing a podcast about me. Yeah. And I'm excited to be part of it. <laughs> Bitchin'. <laughs> Uh, welcome, Caleb, from the All Bros Podcast. Uh, here to talk, uh, join us for our second uh, installment of the Nick Cage tiering system. Hello, hello, hello. That's right. Hello. Yeah. So, um, have you been piling up on your Nick Cage uh, movies? Ah, dude. Like, I, I told you already, but you guys knocked out three of like the five movies that I watched. <laughs> Ooh. Last time you he did, so I was like, "Oh shit!" So I had to catch up. I, I I knocked some other ones. Oh, cool! Out luckily, so so you see the tier <laughs> list in front of you right now. I just want to remind everybody we all get it. I think with between us, since we didn't, I think it was right for us not to use our executive decision. Then. I'm, gonna, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting to too. Um, but Caleb also gets one. So I, I, obviously, I wouldn't use it right now. But looking at this list, do you have any discrepancies of where we have ranked things so far? So far, no. Okay, that's so good. Should we remind the like audience where everything's at? Yeah. So I, I yeah, because because I last episode I didn't make one. This is my our the one that oh, we created we now. Yeah, so we have all the movies now, as yeah. you can see, mm-hmm. looking down. Um. So and I changed up this rating system a little bit. I added a D because I feel like there's so many movies that we need the D section for. Um, <laughs> usually on our Twitter, needs that failing D. Hollywood, the D didn't fit. So it's, it's failing Hollywood, but this time usually that list the is D too tight. did fit because I got it in there. <laughs> 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 um, to remind everybody, so S classic so far. All we only have two movies in there. We have Raising Arizona and The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, a, which is also great movies. We have Pig, 
Con Air, Drive Angry, which none of us wanted that one there. Uh, <laughs> that was the executive decision of Matthew Matt. Burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Kick Ass, Into the Spider Verse, Birdie, Renfield is in. Oh, sorry, B, B. decent. Yeah, it, Renfield is at the top of that list, followed by Willy's Wonderland. Uh, for C is okay. Mandy, it's the only one there so far. D under Not Good is Season of the Witch. Um, F as in hard to watch. I changed it because it was unwatchable, and now we just put change it to hard to watch. I think due to what Grant had said, they're all watchable. Yeah, <laughs> even, even Left Behind. That's the worst one I rated. Yeah, but so like far. <laughs> I gave it half a star for when, with like the super angry um, little person that gets kicked down the, oh, yeah. the slide, like <laughs> by the Muslim guy. Like I don't know. I was like that. That was almost worth the movie. Yeah, so in F, Hard to Watch, we have Next, A Score to Settle, and Left Behind. Mm-hmm. I will say, Caleb, on his, on his, sh- I saw on Instagram this week, he put out with his show a recommendation to watch Willy's Wonderland, so I got him into it at least that much uh, excited about it. I haven't it. had a chance. I will rewatch it, because I haven't seen it since it came out to HBO, which was a couple years ago, so that's kind of why I skipped it. But um, So where do we want to start, Caleb? Well... First, first, oh, first, whoa, whoa. first, yeah, yeah, yeah. first. Because there, there's some movies we ranked last week <laughs> that I said I would watch and get back to you about. So I just wanted to do not, nothing oh, quick. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to change anything because we, we okay. had it set. The set, sure. Um, Season of the Witch. Yeah, that was hot garbage. That was that was not yeah. great at all. It uh, was it was it, I don't know. It felt like it was fingering the butthole of being an okay movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But just oh, and I, let me see. Actually, I got to pull up the letterbox because I won't. I won't go into the full description. But I'll. Season of the Witch didn't go for the full prostate. Just, just tickling it. Yeah. Um, Score to settle was just touching the buns. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I saw what they were touching trying the to do, the but they just didn't do it. Yeah. Here's here's what I said is. As I've said before when reviewing the Outcast movie, uh, Nick does not belong in a period film, especially not one from the Renaissance era. Uh, why is this the second movie where he plays a Templar knight? I don't get it. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> Ron Perlman um, is a knight with Nick Cage. Uh, whoever slays the most men is buying drinks, and that's kind of what they go on throughout the movie until he dies. Uh, the prop magic book looks like shit. Looks like a 12-year-old girl bedazzled it, and, and that was thrown into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movie sucked. It was hard for me to even pay attention. Uh, I have a similar review to the Outcast movie also. It was close. I guess the I mean, the demon thing at the end was interesting, but... I haven't seen Outcast yet. That's It's about the same movie. Okay. Much. And then the other movie I watched, uh, which I hadn't on this list, was Pig. Um, oh, yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was not... You guys were all like, it's like John Wick, but with food. It's not like John Wick. He doesn't kill a single thing in that, that entire that, we movie. We said that. We said that multiple times. <laughs> yeah. There's like only one semi-action scene. The rest of the time, it's like, let me make you an awesome sandwich. And yeah. like, the the pig man is making me a sandwich. Um, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was a little bit boring throughout the movie. Um, I didn't understand the whole Fight Club scene. Like he's like, I'm gonna go in and let them beat the shit out of me. And then we'll go find your dad. And that's it's, pretty much where, like, I, I feel like you could have cut the whole Fight Club piece out and just went to find his dad who has well, the truffle pig. They didn't know it was his dad. He needed information, and he knew the guy that runs the Fight Club that's strictly for, like, below the line, 
service industry people that where they bring in a homeless guy and they get to beat him up for as long as the homeless guy can take and that homeless guy gets money and the service guy gets like i don't know some sort of physical mental release from the stress of the job yeah and nicholas cage runs out the clock and then he's like all he wants is information okay um if if i'm being straight i would i i don't think it was a terrible movie all things considering nicholas mm-hmm. cage I would drop it down behind Birdie to be. I would bring it to the bottom of the list. I would. Uh, I thought Birdie was better. <laughs> I. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I'd rate it as high as. I don't know. I. I the. The. The great list. I got some. Some qualms about, but that's fine. Well, I mean, it, uh, I. What, what would I mean? Your one of your favorite movies from his is Birdie. Um. Yeah, I it's a it's a new favorite because I just watched it recently. Have you seen Pig but though? No, I haven't. I wanted to. I think I do like mushrooms. Birdie's better than Con Air and Drive Angry and Well, Drive Angry it has to we can't move it. That's right. the only issue and with that. We can new placements. We can put new things in front of it. And Kick Ass and Spider Verse, as much as I like them, are not. I don't call them Nicolas Cage movies. He's in them. I know. What, but, do, you, do you think we should just pull them all together then? Nah, I mean we'll yeah. wait till the end and then we can fine tune. Okay, it. so we're just slapping I, shit in. We're how about you, Caleb? Have you seen Pig or Birdie? I have not seen either of those. Are these getting rated as Nicolas Cage movies or just as like whether or not they're good movies? There's there's aspects of both yes. in, in the yeah. ratings. Well, yeah, aspects of both. Yes, okay. yes. Like uh, a lot of these movies are where they're at because Nick Cage is fucking fantastic in it. <laughs> Not necessarily because it's a okay. good movie. Um, that makes a little bit more sense because I was going to say, like, Spider-Verse has some wiggle room if it, if we're talking in terms of Nicolas Cage movie. Right. But... I mean, these are movies. like, a movie as a yeah. whole, It's that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. That, I keep, think I gave that movie, like, five stars on Letterbox. Okay, well, if I... Where should I put Pig? Where Where can we agree on? Since you're the only one that's seen both of them. Uh, that's the yeah, thing. I think you I, and I have to agree where to put it. I think it's better than Con Air. I don't agree with that. I one. know, I know you don't. I want my pig back. I think it's a better constructed movie. I think Con Air is at this point more iconic, but I think in like you know you look at it in five, ten years, I think it has better Nick Cage in it. I don't think Pig's going to go down in history like Con Air did. I don't think it's going to be a classic. Yeah, you don't want to move anything. <laughs> We wait. We okay, wait. okay. We wait. Fair enough. Okay. Caleb, we're we're gonna push on to you. Um I'm gonna let you we're since we me and Grant especially have seen most of these. Yeah. Um so <laughs> so I, I I wanna bring it to you and see what you have watched recently and then we'll start oh before though, um I got a brand new uh Saint Nicholas Saint Nicholas Cage candle. Uh just came in today. It's never been lit. We're gonna burn through this whole thing by the end of this uh series but we're gonna we're lighting the candle <laughs> okay it's got a really yeah. <laughs> okay here we go okay awesome okay um all right caleb what do you got for us what what have you seen oh so yesterday i watched um valley girl Ooh. oh that's yep. a good one to talk about yeah, okay sure. <laughs> okay um do you uh, do you want to go through the description or yeah <laughs> Give it, give the, it like the a, mo- a summarize. The it most interesting then... thing, yeah, the most interesting thing about this movie is were the the trivia that I got from Amazon. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the so one of the big things that I remember it was 
that the script was written in 10 days and it really absolutely shows yeah definitely yeah, yeah I, I feel that it was it <laughs> that one was r- real tough to watch yeah it is it, it was uh, his first movie though i believe or his first his starring th- role yeah his first starring role where is it here bottom left. you can kind of tell because it's if like oh, yeah. it w- it's like one of those it was nicholas cage but it wasn't like nicholas cage you could have been anybody really <laughs> Yeah, it's hold on, I gotta pull up my, my letterbox too. What yeah, what year is this from? Nineteen eighty three. Okay. It, it's one of the first ones I watched. So also. where would you where where would you place it, Caleb? If I'd put it in the, the hard to watch category you for know, me. There there was so much about this that just didn't one didn't age well and two was just super poorly written. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I here's why I wouldn't Put it in uh, F hard to watch. There's lots of tits. <laughs> <laughs> you could see some boobs. Well, actually, weird thing. True, how, but then how many get, of those tits are the... Nicholas's? Uh, a couple, actually. He's got weird chest hair. He like, does. They manscaped it, but into the shape of like the Chrysler logo. Oh, it's like, yeah. He's got like a flying V on his chest. Very here. I want to uh, let me go through the because uh, this is early. So my, my descriptions got bigger and bigger as I sure. <laughs> went through, yeah, yeah. but this is one of the early ones. So it's quick. Um, I gave it two stars um, out of five. Uh, Valley that's Girls, generous. Valley Girls dro- drooling over Nick Cage uh, highlights everything that's wrong with 80s fashion in the Valley. Um, I'd compare it to the Barbie movie costumes pretty much that you could see. <laughs> right. Um, if Nick Cage is typically a bad actor, um, this is God awful. Um, his way of hitting on girls is so fucking creepy. In oh, this. <laughs> when he's hiding in the bathroom, yeah. waiting for the girl to come in and he's watching everybody else come in and out of the bathroom until the girl he's stalking comes in. Like comes there's in. a couple comes in bangs like on the counter and then he just sits there in the shower in like, the shower. Oh, like, oh, like, oh this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so creepy. Yeah, and that's what I said. He sneaks back into a party he was pretty much kicked out of and hides in the bathroom to find the girl he has a crush on. Um, the soundtrack is fantastic. I think that's where I gave it a little bit of extra points, too. Yeah, um, no. The soundtrack's really good, but it's an 80s movie also. Um, they don't look like high school students one bit. Uh, Nick Cage is a Hollywood teen trying to pick up a valley girl. Not just a teen. Punk teen. Punk teen. Um, there, right. is, there is a make-out point scene. Yes. I mean, every movie with a makeout, I mean, I guess it's the 80s. What mm-hmm. 80s, good classic 80s movie, like John Hughes especially, doesn't have a makeout point. Um, Nick Cage is supposed to be the bad boy Hollywood guy. Um, it feels very John Hughes, but with uh, sweats, tits, and sex. Um, <laughs> there's a scene with, uh, with a girl sleepover um, dancing around in their underwear eating Cheetos and Oreos. Like girls' sleepovers mm-hmm. are, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, parents, they all look the same age as the kids. The love interest sleeps with a car- uh, with a terrifying clown doll. Mm. The girl that he has a crush on. Oh. She has, like, this horrible, like, yeah. clown doll. that Like, like almost porcelain that she's, I like... I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, in the 80s, high schoolers were allowed in, in, in Hollywood clubs. Um, Nick Cage drunk acting is atrocious. 
Except, you know what's funny? It was atrocious in this, and then what's the, the Las Vegas one? Leaving, Leaving Las, Las Vegas? Vegas? Like, he's amazing in that one. Well, he did a lot of research for Leaving Las Vegas. For I'm being drunk? drunk? Yeah, he got when, drunk. <laughs> when yeah. was that movie made, Leaving Las Vegas? I think it was the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, maybe, yeah, somewhere around then. Yeah. Um, Nick Cage gets really stalkery. Um, like most 80s film, uh, no 80s school movie is complete without a prom scene. Yes. Um, Nick shows up at the prom to fight a guy she went with, uh, worst fight scene ever, and then she decides to go off with Nick Cage because that was attractive. And then for some reason, a food fight breaks out. Yes. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's Valley Girl. I gave it two and a half stars. Oh, you gave it a half more than I did. I gave it a half more, so right around you. Uh, I said an iconic uh, a slice of 1980s. Wait, is LA this out of five or ten? Five. Out of five. Oh, okay. Slice of uh, 1980s LA teenage life, or uh, teenage history, which, like, I was talking about it with Sky, who grew up, like, you know, a little bit after this movie came out, but, like, in this area. And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And, like, oh, yeah, people would do that. So I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. Um, and then the characters were flat and shallow, but it's Nicolas Cage's first starring role. I would put it, I would put it uh, above Season of the Witch in D. I would, yeah. I I think it wasn't good. Like there were a lot of problems with it, but it's like a it's like a standard. It's not as bad as Next. It's yeah. not as bad as, as I a think score to settle. Caleb, I, here's here's what I'll ask you, just because I know you put want to put it in hard to watch. Have you seen Season of the Witch, Next, a score to settle, or Left Behind? That I have not. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave that one up to like using yes. you guys' best judgment. I was going to say. Because I will agree the the soundtrack was off the hook. Yeah. And the only, I think the only reason I'm not giving it bonus points for, for the tits is because for every scene of like – those you get some like weird stuff like that that one dad that kept hitting on his daughter oh yeah, yeah. dude <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah that was actually weird. so something i thought was interesting because like whenever i'm watching a movie and it's kind of slow i'm always like oh who's this actor oh this person looks familiar the the girl in the red jumpsuit who starts making out with the the female love interests um ex-boyfriend and like they're like stripping, and you do see her boobs. <laughs> she is actually the voice actress that does Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, she's done it. Oh. Um, she does like uh, I know uh, Tommy. F yeah, Tara Strong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Dude, I was okay. like, no way. Oh. You know, you know. I, I pulled her up, and it was yeah, like Rugrats. She's a huge Powerpuff voice Girls. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, I was like, yeah, who's she's this? like does, one is of she the... who does Chucky. Uh, no, she does um, no. Uh, Tommy, I think. Just Tommy? Right? Yeah, oh. Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles. Yeah. That's good, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, you look up to, if you look up Tara <laughs> Strong, she, she's got an insane amount of credits. Like, very huge characters. Yeah. You've heard her voice a thousand times. A lot times. of voice acting. I will. I would, but I'm hoping to clock more than 15 that this episode. So let's <laughs> right. let's move let's on move to the on. next one. So it's going to sit at the top of D, uh, which is not good, which I think is appropriate. Um, Caleb, hit us again. What else you got? Um, let's see. I, I f just finished Face Off, like right before we we Ooh. hopped on. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. That's a good one to talk about. Let okay, let's. That. That's a fame. That's I a, know. I know. That's. I, was, I think it was one of the earlier ones. Oh yeah, right here. I went from Raising Arizona to Face Off. Yeah, this is a quick. Re Dude, this that, back when it was quick reviews too. Um, let me yeah, see. That is one that could not have been done with anyone opposite of Nicolas Cage. No, like. John Travolta freaking killed it. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. and Nick Cage like 
one of the greatest Nick Cage like freakouts, like him coming out dressed as a, a, priest. a, as a priest and starting to like groping, groping a nun while she's girls. in a choir. No, it, was, it was a choir girl. It was, a choir, yeah, it was even choir. a nun. <laughs> yeah, which turned into a meme also. Yeah, you know, the face that he's making. Um, why can't I never find the? Um, the cover should be like their faces side by side. Yeah, if it's not there, oh, it's right there at the bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah, bottom left. Oh yeah. Face off. What a face wacky movie. Off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take his face off. <laughs> Do you mean take his face off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, okay. I'll I'll go through. I gave it four stars. Well, what were your thoughts, Caleb? Yeah. Dude, I so I've only seen like little bits and pieces of Face Off. So seeing the whole like in, in its entirety was great. There was a lot of stuff that like kind of took me off guard, like the mm-hmm. um, flight attendant. Like I was writing a note about the flight attendant uh, when he was getting on his jet, and just being like, his uh, aggressive flirting is like somehow working. And then it turns out she was FBI, and I'm like, dude, she had your her tongue down your throat <laughs> oh yeah are you allowed to do that while like, undercover i mean you can do anything <laughs> I don't think you are. yeah anything to like keep your cover yeah they try to be like oh yeah we don't do drugs undercover that's the one way to... no they do yeah they right. do all kinds they of do shit. all kinds of shit uh i haven't seen it in a long time what was the premise it was like it could... one of them was like a crazy criminal john Travolta. so the other one's going john undercover the fbi at the fbi crazy criminal yeah is so he Cage. puts yeah, he put he puts Nicolas Cage's face on to go deep to undercover. infiltrate the yeah. The... But then Nicolas Cage is like, well, if someone else has got my face, I'm gonna need that guy's face. Yeah, and yeah. He Nick puts... Cage, Nick Cage is supposed to be like in a coma or whatever, so they just but leave he, like, him. He, but like, with John up. Travolta's face right next to him, and he yeah. just wakes up and nobody's there, and he's like. Well, I'll put that face on. No, he makes the doctors. Put he does. It on, he makes but then the doctors. He doctor, also he, makes yeah. the doctors uh, fix his hairline, and then and he also makes voice. The, change his voice, give him love handles. Yeah. <laughs> All this stuff. Here's my review. Okay, a little bit more slapstock, eh, slapstock, slapstick than I thought it was. FBI agent changes his face with guy who killed his son. Oh yeah, that's a big plot point. Um, in order to infiltrate oh, yeah. an organization, crime group to find a bomb um, that was planted and set to go off at a certain time that's only uh, known by Nick Cage and and uh, his assailants. So Nick Cage wakes up, takes John Travolta's face um, to go after the guy who took his face as an FBI agent. Um, good buildup of hopelessness, hard to predict. When Nick Cage dresses up as a priest groping the choir nun, I think it was pretty funny um, and very interesting. <laughs> It didn't really make sense to the rest of the story, but it's yeah. in there. <laughs> um, there's a meme. Yeah, there's a meme image. Yeah, I, I think the the purpose of that is like this person has like a quote unquote good guy's body and like face or uh, has his face. And now he's like ruining his. Yeah. His yeah. image yeah. by doing things purposely to like that are like fucked up. Yeah. Prop wise, <clears throat> I put the double the double golden oh, guns are classic. pretty freaking fantastic. Yeah. And awesome. Lots of ruthless killing. Ends in like a twelve person standoff with doves flying everywhere. Oh yeah, they kind of make it romantic. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's John Woo, but they literally yeah. do the point where like he's got a gun on her. All of a sudden he's got a gun on her on him, and then they've got a gun, and then she tosses him two guns and he's got guns on both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um I thought it was funny. John Travolta pulls out a pistol. 
and it starts firing like an automatic machine gun. Oh, yeah. Which no. was like, huh. <laughs> this is peculiar. It's just John Woo being like, this is going to be cool. We're just yeah, going to do that. Just It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, these can only hold 12 rounds. You realize it doesn't matter. <laughs> it didn't have like an extended clip or anything? No. It was, like, it was just like a... No, I think it had an extended... Even if it had an extended clip, it was it was like a Glock. It's firing, firing like a automatic machine gun. style. Yeah. Reloading um, was... Not a thing that they thought about with this. <laughs> no, that's that's a bulky thing that just like weighs yeah. down the action. Like you just keep firing. Oh, yeah, that'll be yeah. Cool. I Which I mean, that. more to ensue the action because after that, a boat chase ensues. Yes. Um, dude, the boat chase was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that yeah. holds up so well. I put no one in L.A. has this many automatic weapons because um, that's all it was. <laughs> Lots of explosions. Um, he ends up killing Nick Cage with a harpoon gun, um, who's really drawn Travolta. Yeah. And you really so that so he his face gets restored and then um, John Travolta ones up it all by adopting Nick Cage's son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So great spoiler. The movie was fun. Travolta was awesome and emotional. Um, I, thought, I thought that was kind of a weird line when like he brings the little boy in and he's like, kind of like I, like this, the daughter's like, he's like, we're going to be fostering him for a little while. And then the daughter's like, let me show you to her room. And then he looks at his wife and I think he even mouths something like, can we keep him? Yeah. <laughs> like he's a pet. Yeah. <laughs> I promise to feed him and walk him every day. Yeah. Um, extra points for Nick Cage freakouts. Uh, original story action was good. Um, Nick's acting was okay, which is better than most movies. The only reason I'm not giving it full stars is because it did not meet my full expectations of what I told I was told it was. Um, that doesn't mean I didn't like it or think it was awesome, but I think the buildup kind of ruined it for me because everyone's like, it's the greatest movie of all time. And I was like, ah, I've seen better ones. I don't I do know. like the spinning. Like <laughs> I gave it three and a half stars. Oh, see, you gave it less stars than I did, though. Um, I said a fairly entertaining movie, not John Woo's best. I've seen a lot of his movies, like Hard Boiled. Hard Boiled's fucking dope. The the movie that The Departed based is based on, awesome. Okay. Um, um, basically, then I talk about how I had a hard time getting past the face swapping technology. Um, <laughs> they swap faces, but then had to swap bodies. They might as well have just swapped brains. Yeah. Okay, Caleb, where would you put it? Uh yeah, also like the faces. That one's yeah. What about the like, teeth? I, I think I'd put it somewhere probably in the B area. Really? I'd put it in A, but yeah, I, I, you'd put it in A? I would put it in I A. I mean I could definitely put it up there, but I I'd put I'd be fine with the I'd, bottom of A just for how iconic it is, but I could I could give you that for sure. I'm surprised. But I, thought, I, I I think overall it's actually just a decent movie. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm here's the a bigger reason why I'm putting it. I'll fight to even keep it in A is because we're gonna get backlash for this one. That's people fine. are gonna be care. like, "Oh no, it's a classic." Give them my email. <laughs> but I think this was because I was password. told password. Yeah. <laughs> I was told. I was told Who's like been opening all these spam emails. Yeah, the two big iconic ones were Face Off and Con Air. But everybody's like Face Off, and then I I really liked Con Air so much more than it. I was like, ah, Con Air was so much better than Face Off that I think I think there was more to it. There was more in it. They're both. I mean, they're they both iconic movies. They're both kind of cheesy. They're both they both got a stacked cast. Okay. Um, Bill, where would you put it? <clears throat> you like it there? Uh, I'm gonna say B. Okay, we're leaving it at the end of A then. 
That's what's happening. I mean, I'd be fine with the top of B. Oh, man. It's really sad to see it next to Birdie, though. Yeah. I, I thought I, that was such a beautiful film. Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's my only thought. But it also is, I'm fine with it being at the very end of A. It, just it is a thought. very iconic I know, Nicholas yeah. Cage I know. Movie. I think that's, that's why it needs to stay in, in A, because... I, I can't, but like, I can't deal with does, the rap. Does it make you feel any? <laughs> does it make you feel anything? No, Mikey. I never wanted to say Face this, but you're off. a coward. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're not wrong, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb, give us another movie. God damn it. Uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice was Ooh. a good one. Like, I, I, I dug that movie a lot. Okay, do you want to give us the, uh, the, the premise? Yeah, so Nicolas Cage is playing this ancient wizard who... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> used to be apprentice yeah, tra- to Merlin. Used to be the yeah, apprentice to Merlin, yes. Yep. And, yeah, he's training this... Um, oh, crap, what's his name? Jay, uh, what's his face? Jay something? He, he always plays, like, the dweeby, nerdy guy. He plays a stoner dweeb nerd dude. Uh, In, like, every yeah, movie except for this one. always seems to be able to... <laughs> swoon over the hottest <laughs> ever yeah jay jay baruchel jay baruchel is his name yeah um yeah so basically just trains him up on on magic and just chaos ensues yeah like it, it's pretty much that's it's, it's yeah i i don't know how else to describe it <laughs> it's, no it's, and that basic wizardry yeah movie yeah um, yeah, so the apprentice to Merlin, yada, yada, greatest enemy help. Uh, so Nick is one of the other apprentices. I need to go. So Nick owns an oddity store, um, and a kid chases a note that blows in, and Nick realizes the kid who runs in is the chosen one. He's he's destined to replace Merlin. He's destined two, to replace Merlin. Later, yeah, so he's, he's the chosen one. Um, but then the kid accidentally releases some sorcery dude, um... Um, Doc Ock from Spider-Man. Uh, Alfred Molina. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Doc Ock from Doc Spider-Man. Ock from Spider-Man. <laughs> he's like another magic user guy. Yeah, he yeah was, he's there were one. three Merlin apprentices, <clears throat> and one was Doc Ock, one was Nicolas Cage, and the other one was Nicolas Cage's love interest, who gets possessed by Morgana, the evil counterpart to Merlin, an actual myth, like King Arthur mythology. And then... Uh, the the girlfriend, the wizard girlfriend to Nicolas Cage, absorbs her, and then they conceal her in a um, um a jar, a not, giant jar. Not just a jar; it's it's a Russian doll. Oh, oh, the, oh no, the Russian yeah, the doll. Russian, the Russian doll comes dolls. after, though. The yeah. Russian doll comes after. Oh, the, it was originally the doll, but then they go in because um, Nick Cage gets sucked into the jar with Doc Ock. Yeah, um, and, then, and then ten years goes by, and then. J- the little kid grows up to be Jay, and he tried to hit on who's a theoretical. He, he was a the little kid was a player. He was like he went up to he's like, hey girl, you want to like here's this a is note. the first you time I'm ever me? hearing little kid character, so I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, the younger version of, of Jay, because Jay, oh, Jay yeah. Like Bruch, Bruchel, yeah, Bert Ruschel okay. or whatever. Um, so he he, which like the kid was like suave and stuff like that. Then he grows up to be Jay, who's just an awkward, weird dude. Right, uh, right. So it's just like, uh, okay, weird casting here all around. He's weird casting. Period yeah. for this question. Role. So Merlin's apprentices are still alive present day. Yeah, one yeah. ends up being a bad guy though, and then one ends up being Nick Cage, and then the other one gets trapped into the doll too. 
do all like where did Merlin go? Merlin did he, died. Did Merlin he died. Live, like a very long time though. No, no, no. He died in like their final conflict, which trapped Morgana and the wizard girlfriend, and trapped. Um, oh, oh, so have they all been trapped in stuff this whole time? They were tra- all trapped, except for Nick Cage and Doc Ock, who's just waiting for the chosen one. No, Doc Ock. Doc Ock was, too. and then and he released Jay. Released him. Yeah. Little kid Jay released him. It's it's like if you saw it, it would make it sense. would make sense. <laughs> Talking it out loud, it just sounds like Disney complicated. <laughs> yeah. So they come back that out. Can be said about any wizard movie. That's yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Then it gets really quick. Nick starts teaching Jay how to use sorcery to help. Uh, the enemy that's in the box before Doc Ock does. Mm-hmm. Um, other bad guys keep escaping from the nesting doll and battles break out all over the place. Jay starts to get better. He uses his power to clean his his place. Um, a scheme that's been stolen from Fantasia. Yeah, it's oh yeah, the scene the scene is totally Fantasia if you look at it. It's oh, just they like, they even rip off like where like Jay's like, oh, I gotta clean my my uh, apartment before this girl that I like comes over. He goes, I'll use a little bit of magic. Yeah, and, and then, then the, like, mops the mops are dancing, <laughs> dancing around and they get out of control and he's like fighting mops. Yeah, like it's like oh. This is definitely a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, we have license for this. And then there's like a big standoff and surprise. Jay doesn't need the magic ring to do his powers anymore. Yeah. He's the, he's an ultimate sorcerer. Mm-hmm. They did um, that in uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, they I got the a... ring in a Cracker Jack box. <laughs> yeah. The movie's corny as hell. I get it since it's clearly made for kids. As far as Nick Cage is, I mean, he's not an amazing actor in it. It's no national treasure, but I guess it could be on par in many ways. Um, ending w- wasn't as climactic as I wanted it to be, but it is what it is. That's my that's my ho- for the whole movie. It is what it is. Uh, I rated it two stars. I think I gave it two and a half. Okay, so we're about the same. Where would you put it? It sounds great. Yeah. I uh, might watch like it. it I do want to say my, my... I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Okay, like, really? that's fair. I'd throw it like bottom of the C. Okay. Or bottom of okay, but I mean, there's definitely the argument to put it in not good. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm okay with okay. I'm fine with okay. My, my review, one sentence was, I think the recurring motif of secrets by Old Republic truly defines this film best. So I think that okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think that's where it is. All right, Caleb, you got anything else for us? Uh, let's see. I I got the B- Ghost Rider. Ooh, all right. Have oh, we, I'm a big okay. Marvel I, fanboy. Yeah, yeah. We so talked about Ghost Rider. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the the one thing I need to say about Ghost Rider. Out of all the movies that he's in. He's hot as shit in this movie more than any like as far as like Nick Cage I got to like hold on I, I think I got a Mikey's like got at half mass right now I can I, see No it it's here. true it's, man it's like a little disturbing Show me a little picture Nick, so I can I can get a little excited Nick Cage is not an attractive man No he they make him look really cool in this I think they make him look badass in Ghost Rider 2 but we'll get I've it. said um, it before he's, Okay I, we just watched Ghost Rider 2 and I was like Okay, yeah, no, they didn't pull carry over from yeah. from before. Not the sexy, but he looks cool yeah. in Ghost Rider too. Yeah, or yeah. that picture too. Like, look. Oh look. yeah, he's. It's something about what they're doing with his oh, hair. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, sorry. Nicholas Cage. We have to. Bangs. Hold on. We have to. We we need to show <laughs> Caleb the sexiness. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare your hormones. <laughs> Hope you're wearing loose fitting pants. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at that. Look at that jawline. <laughs> oh, 
Also, he takes off his shirt a couple times. Full six pack, fucking ripped. Yeah, fucking ripped. So I just want to say, like, he went from this to this guy. <laughs> well, I think it's important to note that he went from this is Ghost Rider two right here, which is not as good. Oh yeah, here you go. Like, look at this guy. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, he got he got freaking yoked for that. Movie. I know. I was like, this is Nick Cage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a versatile actor. Uh, what a versatile actor. Um, so what do you think, Caleb? Yeah. Um, I liked like Ghost Rider has always been one of my favorite characters, kind of mm-hmm. up there. He's like easy top five, but I didn't care for the the bad guy at all, the son of Satan. Oh yeah. Um, it is super cheesy, like superhero delivery, like near the end when. Uh, the devil's coming to take his power back and he like p- puts his finger into the shadow so it's like a, a skeleton finger and then oh yeah says his promise and all that like it, it's super cheesy but mm-hmm. it, it's it's just like the perfect level of unhinged Nicolas Cage that I freaking love <laughs> and I thought the design for Ghost Rider was really cool all the stuff they did with him was off the hook. I thought the effects looked like shit. It looked like fucking cartoon. They fine-tuned it for two. Like, it looks great in two, oh, but they in ramped the f- it up for two. They ramped well, it up for two. What year did it come out? Oh, they must. They must have been. They must have been separate. Yeah. That's rough because uh, Spawn came out in the in the 90s. And, I, well, you know, I haven't seen Spawn in a long time, but back then. This is like Spawn quality because they don't do. Oh, Spawn's at least got some practical effects. Like when they put. Um, uh, John John Leguizamo. 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 They put him in that fat clown costume. Yeah. Um, and there's not a whole lot of that where it's he just was like good. you he, can just tell like so Ghost Rider is just Nicolas Cage, and then they CG'd out I out his head and hands. Hmm. Um, do, do, is, who wants to give the quick blurb? What's a quick blurb? Just about what it is about. It's about. He makes uh, a deal with the devil. <laughs> his dad's dying of cancer. Nicholas Cage is a stunt, stunt driver, driver. Sur- drunk dri- stunt motorcycle driver in the circus. He makes a deal with the devil to save his dad from cancer. His dad ends up dying the next day. Nicholas Cage is on the run from the devil, uh, but still doing stunts. So he's not even really trying to hide. Uh, he dumps his ex girl. He dumps his girlfriend, uh, Carney, Carney girlfriend, who grows up to be. Um, Eva Mendez. Yeah, yeah, Eva yeah, yeah. Mendez. Um, and then the devil's son decides he wants to take over Earth, and the devil sends Ghost Rider to um, uh, exact revenge and then shoot out. And then there's fucking, uh, what's his name? Mr. Wild Wild West himself. Oh, Sam Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott, yeah. yeah. The, the bonus ghost. points just for Sam Elliott. Like the yeah. riding on the horse together, it was like, yes! <laughs> And like, <laughs> I've been the ghost rider oh, from cool. the past before. <laughs> yeah. I can help you, but I can only have one ride left in me. Yeah. So the ghost rider is like, it's it's supposed to be so like, like the he, devil's accomplice that goes and gets and the dead soul, the bad the soul. The kinda. mantle's already been passed, but Sam Elliott's still alive and is oh. also still a ghost rider. They're kind of like vague on all of that. that but he's like a reti- he doesn't do it. He's as a retired much. ghost. He doesn't ghost get rider. out as much that's, anymore. That's very reminiscent of what. Uh, did, did you ever watch uh, My Hero Academia? Yeah, 
yeah. It's, how, it's like the power is like it's transferring, it's and kind the other like guys like losing it. But like there's Nicolas this Cage. crossover per, uh, period. Yeah. What's what's the what's the, the thing? Is he he has to, he has to do something to ex- get out of his contract or, or or something like that? No. Uh, so yeah, he makes his, his the deal because his dad's dying of cancer. He ends up being fine, but he dies of something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motorcycle and crash. So the the mm. devil's just like, ha ha, gotcha. Yeah. Right. And he's like. Like you made this deal, you signed it in blood. Like I'll, I'll be coming to collect. Right. And so it, it's like years and years and years before anything comes of it. Right. And then when the devil's son breaks out, he's trying to oh to get his son get this this contract. Oh, this contract of a thousand souls and this old this old uh, yeah. His son's trying to town. take over for his dad, right? Like he's trying to be. Yeah. It's basically yeah. the same same storyline as Little Nicky in a way. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. the kids are trying to break Popeye's out and deteriorate their devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello there, little fella. Will you be my friend? And yeah. the train hits him. <laughs> so that was he, he, he said if the Ghost Rider like captures his son and, and gets all that, then he'll deplete his contract. And then what? Right. At the at the end, he did it. And he's like, "All right, I'll tear your contract." And Nick Cage is like, "No." I yeah, will I, continue to be the ghost rider. I actually can't remember. I can't, he did. I he remember did. him shooting. Because he said somebody else is going to have this, but he thinks he'll be a better ghost rider by not like yeah, disposing of good people yeah, if he stays the ghost. Like it's, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this, so the devil's just trying to stay in power. So when his, so when his son, he doesn't have like this, has a, doesn't have a soul. And so he... Let so Ghost Rider lets the devil's son like absorb all of these souls, right? And then he uses the penance stare, which is supposed to burn, yeah, the guilt of the souls, souls. right? Yeah, the devil so he burns all the souls. the souls, kills the son, yeah. Devil's just like, hey, Pissed. good job, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my my review. Uh, I wrote a synopsis, but I'm not going to read it all. Uh, the review, though, is this movie shouldn't have even tried doing the skull effects because it looks like a cartoon to me. Which is, is like that's what I was like not looking forward to going into the second one, but I was like, okay, they fine tuned it. Like they must have gotten so much shit from the first one that right. like this actually looks good. Like in the second one, yeah. So um, yeah, it looked like a cartoon. It was really difficult to take that part seriously, especially when it's like getting into like these characters' faces. Look in my eyes. Yeah, and it's like it's your cheesy. cartoon eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not that scary. It's like a step up from like the Star Wars. Uh, um, uh, uh, Clone Wars yeah. show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Nick Cage is the most ripped I've I've seen him in this movie. Um, uh, I wonder if that's him or if it's Post. If Dude, it's Post, Mikey, it's really good. Mikey cannot get past get, Nicolas Cage. That's the only pack. reason it's as high in my ranking as it is. Nicolas Cage like, has got cum gutters. Yes. I, I was never attracted <laughs> to Nick Cage, but just this movie I am for some reason. <laughs> Um, he's actually not bad looking. This movie, um, <laughs> Jackie, I I got a Nicolas Cage mask. I thought maybe we could use it. <laughs> Just put it on and say a couple. She's like, okay, yeah, you can wear it. Like, no, 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 put it on and say a couple of lines. Yeah, yeah. Here, <laughs> when I ask you if you want to have sex, just look me in the eye with this and say, okay. <laughs> Yes, I know. <laughs> um, I love Sam Elliott, but when do I ever not? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's amazing. Um, he's the same character in pretty much everything, but I love all of them. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm personally not into this type of fantasy Dark Souls movie. 
Um, I guess it's really watchable. Um, I didn't care for it all that much, but I mean, it had its redeeming qualities. So with that being said, where, uh, where, where, where would we put it? I'll, I'll, Caleb, where would you f- throw it to start? Oh, personally, I'd throw this in decent, but I mean, with I'm how, right in the middle of I, it. With that, with I watch when I watched it recently, I, I can I can see throwing it in okay as long as it's above Sorcerer's Apprentice. It better be above Mandy, to be honest with you. Um, I'm okay with decent as long as it's not in front of Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I would throw yeah, it like the effects didn't bother me as much as they apparently bothered you. But I, I watched this back when I was younger, so I I still have nostalgia goggles when I when I watch this <laughs> right. one. I'd put it above Sorcerer's Apprentice, underneath Mandy. Okay. Um, I gave it two and a half stars. I, I gave said, it two and a half stars as well. Not as bad as I remember, because I remember it being really fucking shit when I first saw it, and I haven't watched it since. Um, I said, I know it's got terrible reviews on its release in 2007, but at this point, it's a mid-range Marvel movie. Yeah, that's that's being generous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen Quantum Mania? No, I don't watch a lot. Okay, of I would Marvel throw this look. like comparing it to like any MCU movie. Yeah, or I guess not. Like I'd put this probably on the same level as like Spider Man Three. Okay, I, I I'll accept that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill, have you seen Ghost Rider? Uh, yeah, I did, like, a long-ass time ago. Do you remember liking it? Do you think right where it is right now, in between Mandy and Sorcerer's Apprentice, in OK is a good spot for yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess we'll leave it there. We're all in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just didn't like Mandy, so I think that's yeah. the only reason. I, I, I like, know I you did. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's about hell. Uh, apparently, Nick Cage looks real hot. Uh, <laughs> we got some questionable effects. Cum gutters was thrown scene. around a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, should I mean should we roll straight into uh, Ghost Rider Two? Ghost Rider Two. You haven't seen it, have you, Caleb? No, I've seen Ghost Rider Two. Oh, you okay. have? Yeah, great. Movie I, I've I've seen. <laughs> All right. Um, have you seen Ghost Rider Two? I have not. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> We're in Eastern Europe now. <laughs> I'm gonna say right off the bat, I like it better than Ghost Rider One. I I thought it was done better than Ghost Rider One. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this demon child. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> That's where we're starting. Um, the son of Satan. Yeah, again. yeah. The son of Satan. We don't know. He this has a new yet. child. Like he's he... a little boy. He's a little boy. Yeah, and then there's this woman, his mom. That's like they're like in this monastery castle with like all these like tattooed faced. Like no, the tattoo face. Oh, they guys come, come later. later. They come in later. Yeah, all these like monastery priests that are just like watching him in this castle, um, but then these bad guys come for him, and it's like all Matrix shootout type of thing. And then and Idris Elba, Idris Elba comes as like he's kind of like a rider, but not quite. I thought he was gonna know. be like an angel or something, but he's just like a guy who wants with the to tattooed protect... face people. Yeah, he's if you have a side cart, he'll get in, but like you know, <laughs> no. he's still doing his own thing. <laughs> no, he's they're... not a rider. He's more of a <laughs> yeah. They. <laughs> Sneak the kid out of the castle, and it becomes like the bad guys are chasing him, but Idris Elba does, and they like bump him, and he like gets knocked off a cliff. But then halfway through the cliff, he does this rotation thing and like perfectly in the air shoots the guy in the truck's face. Yeah. And then they crash, and he saves the kid to let them get away. So that was a cool scene. But then the mom somehow gets uh, associated with Nicolas Cage. Um, and then Nicolas Cage decides to protect the child. Right. 
They because yeah, they they go up to Nick Cage because Nick Cage can help, and Idris Elba convinces him to kind of help too. Yeah, and and get out because he's been hiding in a warehouse trying to like. Like he controls, he controls the the outbreak now. So he 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 can choose when to release it and stuff like Wait, that. What kind of outbreak is like it? turning ghost into the Rider. skull Ghost Rider oh, thing? Oh, okay. But also so, he can't really control it because if he's in the presence of evil, right? Which he hasn't been in forever, so he's kind of like yeah suppressed it a little bit. But then now this demon boy's here and he needs to be saved and they're trying to keep him from the... They, they don't know by this point why these bad guys are after them. Um, so he goes after the bad guys and, and like annihilates them and it's not even like a competition. Like it was... They shouldn't have even really been big bad guys in the first... I guess that's a plot point because then the de- devil comes back and they're like, you guys are you guys are shitty at what you do. Here, I'll give you strength. And then he gave the the dude, uh, the bat, main bad guy, the power of, of deterioration. Of rotten decay. Of rotten decay. So anything he touched just turned into rotten decay. So he grabbed people's face. And that face. was a fun scene, Ew. too, when he's like figuring out his power and he's killed like a paramedic and he's driving the ambulance. He's just reaching into like the lunchbox and pulling out an apple and just <laughs> watching it dissolve does, a sandwich. Does it just it die? A or Twinkie. And is, then it doesn't do anything. He just eats it. Is he... When it's is he absorbing its energy or it's just no it's absorbing it's just like not it just rots everything like that's like they finally like here's the thing is like they get the little kid and then they they're like all right we got the little kid after that scene there we got Mm -hmm. the decay oh yeah and there was like a humongous giant like rotating fire chainsaw that was something I really like the crane (laughs) it's like it's like an earth mover it's like an earth mover and something Mm. that is in the comics that. Go anything Ghost Rider rides gets infused with his power, and they only touch on like his motorcycle in the first movie. In the second movie, they do a couple of bits where yeah. it's like any vehicle. Oh yeah, he gets into the truck. They and shoot him starts... with the fucking rocket launcher. Yeah, and then after like he gets shot a couple of times, he like demon walks over to the fucking yeah. like this like Earth mover, gets in it, and the whole thing just lights on fire, and he's just like using it like a giant chainsaw to like mm. run guys over. Yeah, like that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I can appreciate super cool. stuff like that. Yeah, so but like I mean, they, they showed it a little bit with like the horse in the first one. So it's just yeah, like the horse, yeah. any rideable, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing becomes Anything. ghost riderized. Yeah, so basically, I would experiment with that so much. I'd be just crawling <laughs> like on the, top of stuff. I'm like the. Penny. I'd push a cabinet over. Get on it. Let's go, baby. Yeah, Dude, I'd, be, I'd be on like the penny machine at like the supermarket, like the little rocket. Yeah, like, ghost rider rocket. Yeah, yeah. So basically. What happens is they get to Nick and they're like, oh, if you help us, like our religious dudes can lift your curse. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, let's do it. And then they go and they give him to the tattoo face like uh, who is cultist. who is Christopher Lambert. I don't know who that is. The Highlander. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reagan from Mortal Kombat. Sure. <laughs> he's he's like B-list royalty. Okay, fair enough. And then they go and then what is it? Nick Cates. Nick Cage repents and he takes communion and he has uh, the temple. Uh, he goes into the temple and gets possessed and freak out and has like the seizure, weird freak out Nick mm-hmm. Cage thing. Um, and then the monks cross on them, uh, double cross them, and they bring the boy to sacrifice him because they're like, no, he's a demon child. We got to fucking kill him. Yeah, we can't let the devil have him. Yeah. Organized religion, am I right? I know, I know. <laughs> But before they could, as they get I him, I don't on know. The, sacrifice the children. Who the fuck yeah. cares? Or kids? It's all for the neighborhood. As they get him, what's going on? On the chopping block, though, Mister Decay Man comes 
and yep. decays all the monks, yep. all the tattooed face monks, and turns them into just piles, bl- of, piles ash. of ash. And then they take the boy so they could have their own weird fucking ceremony in this old ancient ruined stadium. And it's so that Satan himself can transfer all, all of his, his powers power. over to a boy because his bodies only last for Does so long. Does the kid have any say? Like, what what is this kid no. character kid no. doing? Is he just sitting around? Every, like, every oh, once in a while, he kind of like. Except. For the end, when Nick Cage and they all try to like come in and attack, and Idris Elba comes in and attacks him, and they kill a bunch of them, and the kid jumps on Nick Cage, and he's like, give it to me. And then the kid breathes fire into Nick Cage's face, and now he's the Ghost Rider again. Yeah. And can murder shit. Wait, he loses the Ghost Rider power. Yeah, I know, but the, the kid, kid gives it the back. kids has the demon powers though, oh, so he, has he the, can some give of the back. powers of Satan. So all he, he should have to... rode the kid, <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid would be crazy powerful, turbo powered child. Yeah, it would be like an Ouroboros of uh, them giving each other power. Yeah, until oh, it just keeps oh, accelerating. An, an infinite power machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I, I put at the end so of the movie from I think what go- they said is like when he. He starts off when he's like the Satan, Satan's uh, rider. He's the spirit of vengeance. And if I remember, if I remember right, it's the when he gets the blue flame right. infused. He's like the spirit of justice, or no, something like that. Apparently, yeah. apparently, he what they had said is uh, we find out the Ghost Rider is actually uh, an angel that went crazy the whole time. That's yes. what they were saying. Yes. He's a, he's always been a good guy. He just lost his mind a little bit and yeah. started oh sucking people's souls out. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, drinks a few dudes every so often. Yeah. He's in a back alley. He goes like, "Listen, man, I'll just I'll suck your soul." I'm just having a hard time right now. Yeah. <laughs> so my official review is Nick Cage is not as hot as he was. <laughs> Can't let it go. But the, f- the heat of the flames make up for it. Yeah. I will say the skull and the effects in this one are way less cartoony. I hate how the devil can just um, activate a, um, a blocking mechanism in the boy's mind. Yeah, because they he was able to track the boy anytime he wanted. He's like, I just put a firewall on. It was like a game of D&D or something like that. And he just did that. I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. Um, they have these weird narrative cutaways that are well done but kind of out of place where it's just like the narrative like, oh, and then this, and they're like cartoony and stuff. Yeah. And they cut back in. Like it yeah. doesn't make any sense why they put them in there. Um. I, I think, think the ending was a cop out. They just decided we were like, okay, now he's an angel. Um, the movie was okay. I would say the ori- the original and this are fairly interchangeable. <laughs> Different I, reasons. I gave it three stars. I was two and a half also. Um, I think it was slightly better than the original. I said, uh, visually, this movie looked leagues above the first. Uh, right. Better action, more stylized, and the casting yeah. was incredible. Christopher Lambert. Uh, story-wise, the film was a little uh, more all over the place, but it was still more interesting than the cookie-cutter plot from the original. One of the few sequels better than the first. All right, where are we putting it? Is it better than Mandy? No. Uh, Caleb? I haven't seen Mandy, so I can't judge for that, but I, I could put it above the first one. Okay. If I want, if I take off my nostalgia goggles for for a hot minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I do think that like slight disagreement. I, I say the first one had a little bit of a better story, like more like 
firm foundation right. than the second one, but I I think the second one pulled it off a little bit better. That's first fair. first ones are always hard to beat because you're getting to know the world and it's like, oh okay, so this is a thing. No, I definitely think the first one's got a better story just because it's more of like a stable structure where it's like first act, second act, third act. That, oh, that's sure that, the, the, stable structure. that was my biggest complaint about the uh, Spirit of Vengeance was that it was just kind of like. All over the place. They're like, oh, they're in Lithia- Lithuania, right. or like, oh, wait, yeah. no, we're doing this. And I felt like actually that's why they did all the animated stuff was because it was kind of disconjointed, and they were like, this will be a transition. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Caleb, what else you got? We're rolling now. We're rolling. We're rolling with fire. <laughs> hot, hot to trot. All right. Um, just because I have a three-year-old, I I bought I had both the crudes. Let's okay. do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I pull up the crudes. Yeah, I'll pull up the cruise. So you what saw it, the first one? Probably. I mean, the second one to me. I mean, well, we're just going to cover them both. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> you saw both of them. You said right. Yeah. So, dude, I thought they were both freaking fantastic. They're great. Like they're they're really fun movies. Um, super easy to like comprehend for anyone. They're bright, colorful. They have humor in there for adults. I feel. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, they do like it's good. It's it's really good. And Nicolas Cage's voice in that character works so well. He plays a fat caveman well. Yeah, yeah. I have mine's really quick uh, on this one because I think it's a fairly easy story. I bet we could blast through this one really quick. Okay, about a family of cavemen that are the last ones left, and they stay isolated in caves because of the danger outside. If they go outside, everybody else, everybody dies. Um, for long periods of time, I think that's worth saying, yeah. Um, Nick plays the dad of the family. Um, the little girl starts getting curious and going out more of the world um, and exploring more. Pretty much the same plot as Moana. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I demote some credits for that. It's, it's that. Uh, actually, was this before Moana? It was. Uh, 2013? I yeah, don't know 2013. when Moana I feel like Moana was more recent than that. Anyway. Moana stole the plot of the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're telling me Disney stole from another animated? Yeah. No, I don't believe oh, that. Oh, yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Dude, The Lion King's based on a fucking anime. I, okay, yeah. yeah. Kimba the White Lion. Kimba the White Lion. Yeah. She sneaks out one night and finds a caveman boy who's having a fire, this new thing. Um, the apocalypse starts to happen, which is uh, really the continents all splitting. Pangea. Pangea. Breaking, yeah, Pangea. breaking apart, yes. But it just is happening quicker than we all knew. Um, their cave gets destroyed, forcing them out into the world to find a new home. The fire guy shows them more of the world than they knew. The heat miser from that Christmas movie. Exactly. Uh, it's actually, his name is Guy. He's played by, voiced by Guy. Ryan Reynolds. It is vo- yeah, a lot yeah. of actually big <laughs> actors uh, yeah. voiced in this one. The family starts to come around and enjoy the wonders of the world. Nick Cage character realizes the world's not that scary, um, and, but he gets separated from his family during the process um, of the splitting lands, but he finds a way back, and the family find their new place to live. Finds oh, it, he finds uh, yeah, his yeah, way yeah, back <laughs> using ingenuity. Yeah, and how, how, what would ingenuity do you use? How did he, how did he get back? I stuck some birds to a, a like a rib cage. A rib giant rib cage. Yeah. I mean, he's a caveman. I'm like, what are you expecting him to like make a fucking bicycle? No, yeah. <laughs> he's and just the- gonna get one of those bird scooters instead. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am surprised they did it. Dude, like, remember the rib cage? 
Like the second movie, he's like, remember the rib cage? I attached it to a scooter. He's just got birds hooked to his scooter. I call it the bird scooter. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good bit. <laughs> actually, yeah. I'm actually surprised they didn't use that. I don't. It was 2013. Were they, they weren't around back then. Well, for the sequel. Oh, maybe for the sequel. Yeah, what is that? Okay, so does anybody else have anything more to cru- I think I just covered it. That's, that was it, pretty much it. <laughs> I gave it three stars. I thought it was a pretty... St- I watch a lot of animated movies. I gave it three I and it was, a half. I thought it was a pretty standard animated movie. I'd put it in decent. I would put it in decent as well. I Yeah, that's around where I was thinking too. Dude, Nicolas Cage's voice, like his just his over-the-top acting style works so well for animated movies. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised it they does. used him more. I just watched stuff. Astro Boy, and it was great. Right, right. <laughs> but, but that animated character did look a lot like Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> do we want to put it in front of Willy's Wonderland and in front of Renfield? Do we want to put it at the top or the bottom, or where, where do you think? Uh, I'd put it behind Willy. I'd put it at the bottom of DC. Right there? Okay, there it is. I mean, I'm not going to fight that. I think Willy's Wonderland <laughs> should be higher. Just <laughs> You're not bitter at all. It's my favorite movie on this list. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me open crudes too. I saw them like pretty far apart from each other. As long as raising Arizona is at the top, I'm pretty. Well, that's happy. not moving. That's yeah, definitely that's uh, crudes and new age. Oh yeah, this is a much bigger. Um, so crudes and new age. We start out right where we left off. It's the whole family all living together, but now they're actually still looking for their forever home. So mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, you thought they found it. They didn't. They're still. They made it across together, but they're still but looking. They're using tools, and they're they are mm-hmm. fire. They're using fire. fire. But the teen love between Guy and and Ep. What is yeah Ep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ep. <laughs> it's it's blossom. Nick Cage don't like this. No. No. Nick Cage is like, oh, so he thinks he's taking her away too much for them. They and pretty much get propose. They uh, guy pretty much proposes to Ep inside of a massive like human pile. Yeah, and they're gonna start <laughs> their dead? own pile. No, they no, were no, gonna start their sleep. own. They sleep they're, in a big pile. Yeah, and they were oh. like, "We're gonna start our own pile." Just, yeah. just me and guy. <laughs> He's like, "What? What can't separate from the pile?" But then that's that's how it goes. <laughs> but then they find a new wonder, an of oasis, the world, an oasis with all the bananas and all the food and oh, bananas and, sounds you, so good. But you can't eat the bananas. No, and we don't know why yet because there's a there's a new family living in there, right? Right. Um, who are what are they called? They're they're uh, more caveman. Bettermans. People. The Bettermans. Yeah, right. Yep. Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Nick Cage isn't crazy about the lifestyle. The better the Bettermans want guy to to get with their daughter though because he used to be from that land. Yeah, he used to be the family they knew. Right. And they don't like the crudes because they're crude and they're better men. Yeah. And and the rest of the they don't want the rest they want the rest of the family to get out because they can't adapt as well to the modern world. Yeah. They don't know about elevators and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so it, it does all this. But um And the dad is voiced by uh Richard Dinklage. Oh yeah. They're Dink- That's right. Dinkler. Dink- yeah, Dinkler. Peter, Dink- wait, Dinklage. Peter Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, 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 yeah. there we go. I was yeah. like, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love his Game voice. Game of Thrones. Like, you know, I, I was... <laughs> when they started it, the isn't game... Isn't it Raymond, Raymond Dinklin? <laughs> <laughs> when they... Uh, I was kind of sour when uh, I was... Did you play Destiny at all? They used to have Peter Dinklage was like your companion little like robot thing. Oh, no. And then like he became, I guess, too expensive. And they like scrapped his all his dialogue. So now like... There's no way to get him back. Well, yeah, he's like a big star. 
Yeah. It's huge. But store. like they wanted to yeah. like once they start doing the expansions and stuff, there was like I think there was the first expansion and they just didn't add dialogue for your little companion thing. Oh. And then after that they're like, Okay, uh, we need to do something and they had someone else do it. But yeah, yeah, it's like there's that whole version of the game that existed early on where like Peter Dinklage's voice is just not there anymore. Interesting. They, they re- redid it so they could use the guy who's cheaper. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. It's getting way off now. Yeah, Cage. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so, Ant Bully. Ant Bully. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go. First off, why did it kill Jimmy Neutron? Okay. So, um, I. Like I said, I've only watched the first maybe half hour to it, but it killed Jimmy Neutron. Why? So the company that that ran Jimmy Neutron, they were doing like really well on Nick. They were profitable. Everything was kind of going good, and so they thought they and since they were the one of the only three D animated shows on Nick at the time, they thought that they would try their hand at a full feature film and they put a lot more money than they they had into the animated film which was Amboli and it completely bombed at the box office didn't make even a didn't make much of its budget back if any oh no and yeah so the company ended up going bankrupt and they were funded for just like a few more Jimmy Neutron episodes here and there, but it eventually ended up crash and burning like real bad. Okay. So it hmm. it killed Jimmy Neutron. But how was the movie? <laughs> well, you've only watched the first half hour. No, the, mo- the movie sucked. You haven't watched more than the first half hour, yeah. though? Yeah. Uh, like, it was... It was just like... It was super bland. <clears throat> Is what it was. It like every time I like, so I I got to like the half hour point and then I just I was dozing like super super bad. Like even when I was younger, when the movie first came out, like it it had such a hard time keeping my attention. Like it, they had it uh, marketed as it like a super great comedy, and it was not. It was the most boring, bland movie. I think I've at least animated movie that I think I've ever seen. Damn. Like it, it was real bad. And I I know I have Rose's <laughs> blessing on this uh, to put it at an F, a hard to watch. Jeez. And I, I am, I'd be more than happy putting it at the bottom. <laughs> my God. Um, I guess my only real question, I'm looking at the cast, and it's got a pretty stacked cast. It's got uh, Julia Roberts, Meryl Streep, Paul uh, Giamatti. What did you think of the character uh, Fugax, <laughs> voiced by my man Bruce Campbell? Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the cast <laughs> itself wasn't wasn't horrible. Yeah, yeah. It was just the material that they were given was right. Okay, so um, it, it's like no no one could have saved this movie or what it was. You wanted to put it last. You want to put it like la- at the did. end of FF. Yeah, <laughs> just because you're the only person that's, that's seen it, um, that we have a spectator in the room that has seen it. You don't need to get on mic. I just want to know wh- where would you, you put it? Up yeah, or would you, yeah, down. yeah. Higher or lower? I don't have any real strong. 
Yeah, but you wouldn't have put it in F after watching, right? Maybe today I would. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. They I haven't seen slap it. it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll. I'll uh, putting anything behind left behind kind of hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. It's like it can't be so bad that it's worse than left behind. If you want to okay. put it above left behind, like yeah. Sure. The two people who have seen it. Just know I have no room. basis for that. So I'm, I'm yes. actually probably going to watch this tonight, knowing I, that Bruce Campbell's in it. I was going to watch it, and then I watched <laughs> I watched Astro Boy instead. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, we'll come back with opinions. We'll come back. We got opinions. It we might just move a little bit. Yet. I mean, unless you, if you use your executive decision, it can't move. So that's the only thing there. But I would wait to use <laughs> that, that. Is that what you're going to hard say, line if that, on? If that's you hard, a hard line on, because if we come back, we can move it. That's the, the one thing about it. But um, but we'll, we'll wait. Yeah, what, what, I, we'll, I don't think I... I don't think I'll use an executive decision on that. Okay. <laughs> there is, like, there, I think there is an audience for this. It's just not me. Those people usually have just one or extra Rose. chromosome. Yes. Can can I suggest a movie that I know you have seen that uh, I think we've all seen too that I, I just want to get on the board that I can't comment too much on because I'm biased about? What movie? Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Ooh. Oh. <sighs> I freaking love that movie. <laughs> that is a good one. I don't mind doing the synopsis, but uh, <laughs> you want me to do it? <laughs> he just like, he's like, okay, go. Um, yeah, like, I don't mind doing it, but everybody I'll else do is it. everybody else is going to do the reviews. But um, it's about Nick Cage plays Nick Cage. He's washed up actor in Hollywood, can't really get jobs. He's tr- he's running down directors in the parking lot and giving him auditions in the middle of like valet to try to get roles, and he just can't get anything. But then his agent, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, brings to him that he has a super fan in Mallorca, Spain, yep. that wants him to come to his birthday party. And Nick is like, I'm not going to do it. And then he's like, he'll pay you a million dollars. He's like, I'll do it. <laughs> no, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. But then uh, after he like does not get a job that he keeps fucking talking about, yeah. then he's like, Tell me about this birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about this birthday party. So he goes to Mallorca, Spain, mm-hmm. uh, meets up with Pedro Pascal, who is the Spanish uh, super fan, um, but he's also a brother, t- or he's also part of some sort Supposedly of Spanish mob. he's running a drug cartel. A drug cartel, yeah, in Spain. But uh, he lands, and he loves Nick Cage so much that he picks him up in his boat and personally rides him back and, and he gets out and he's like, so I'm going to have to fuck this guy's wife or is he like, well, I, I am Javi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does the whole thing. I thought that was a great <laughs> intro where he like goes, he first time they meet uh, Pascal's such a big fan that he doesn't want to interrupt him. And Nicholas Cage is like, I'm on the phone. I got to take this. And he thinks he's just the driver of the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I am hubby. <laughs> I am hubby. Yeah, so they come and he goes in, but he's intercepted at the airport by Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz, mm-hmm. uh, who come up to him and say he needs to work for the FBI and go undercover cover as an agent to infiltrate this drug cartel and set them up. Yeah. Um, to which... He does, but then he becomes such good friends with Javi, uh, the Pedro Pascal character, and they go on this crazy acid trip together. And I like whether he goes back to the FBI. And goes, this can't be the guy. He, I, I, my, my actor's intuition tells me <laughs> yeah. that this isn't the guy. And they're like, oh, your actor's intuition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
which turns out it's not Javi who's the guy. It's his brother um, who's running the cartel, and he doesn't necessarily agree with it, which crosses barriers, and Nick tries to go undercover as a deeper cartel guy in He's disguise. Like, yep, yep. Um, but he gets caught, uh, which ends up in a giant car chase and gunfight. Um, because Nicholas Cage's or uh, Javi brings Nicholas Cage's wife and daughter, right? Just so Nicholas Cage can work through some emotional stuff that he's having, not not as hostages, but then they become hostages, and then Nicholas Cage's. I think one of his wives actually was a makeup person. I think so too. Actually, but in the movie, his the his wife character is a makeup person that does makeup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they help out. So yeah, fun ensues. He he saves the day. And then the and get movie, stabbed. <laughs> the big dramatic shootout in the movie cuts to Nicolas Cage turning to people that aren't the people that we've been seeing the whole movie. And it turns into we've been watching the movie that he wrote with Javi about the incident that right. happened. <laughs> and it, it's just like, <laughs> I gave it four and a half stars. Oh, damn. I, I, I loved how, like, absolute. I thought it was funny. I loved how meta it got. I think I even said... Uh, uh, funny movie that is very self-aware of what it's bringing to the table. Okay. Um, Caleb? Uh, this is actually one that we ended up reviewing. I forgot what we gave it, though. I'm going to look that up real quick. <laughs> you don't remember if you liked it or not? <laughs> you reviewed all yeah, the well, no, I, re- I remember a whole I remember two hours oh, talking about it. Your list. He's like, Forget I talked about list. it for two hours on a podcast. <laughs> don't what remember do any think? of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> No, I, re- I remember the freaking movie, and I, yeah, I loved it. I just wanted to know, like, h- how much we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so, where? I, oh, not, have, as, not have, as high as I thought it was. It, seen, it ended up getting a B. <laughs> uh, I have not seen it, but I did get to hand Nicolas Cage a knife. Oh, you worked on it with us, yeah. And uh, he stabbed the guy a bunch until the director was happy, and the director was not happy for a very long time. So he just kept stabbing this guy over (laughs) and over. Oh, right. The uh, last ending scene. I didn't know you worked on it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he came and helped out. For a couple of days, were you there for the gun, the shootout too? In the in the mansion, you with Tiffany or? Haddish, like yeah, it was like in a mansion. Thing. Yeah, where the guys tied to the chair. Yes. Yeah. 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 That the whole end sequences. He was yeah. there for the whole finale of the entire so you, movie. Did you get to meet Nicolas Cage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I got to hand him the knife. Or right. When, when like when he's like on the set and like he stabs the guy. Yeah. 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 And then like it's like the end of like the movie inside the movie and Demi Moore walks over. Mm-hmm. Like I got to give him that knife every time he was like. Yeah. What Which say? is supposed is to be the embassy, but it's really outside of where they like have the intro to Parks and Recreation that, oh, that Pasadena yeah. building. I thought it looked familiar. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so it's not Spain. It's Parks. It's 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 a. Uh, Are you going to tell your Nick Cage story? Because I've told your Nick Cage story several times. <laughs> what about me giving him all the props? And yeah. Stuff yeah. Like that, that was a, that was a great. Yeah. No. That's why I always I keep doing the Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what. Because okay. that, were you there that day? What yeah, you, you were laughing. You're yeah, like, yeah. Is it, you're like every time I just like explain something in the cage, he just looks at and he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because as a prop master, you got to teach him how to do stuff with the props. And you were doing the LA unit. Yeah, the LA unit for a lot of and all the Ike Barinholtz reshoot stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the scene where he like has to infiltrate Nick Cage's security room and sneak up and then like. 
like the FBI gives him a pouch that he keeps in his jacket that everything can just conveniently fit in. And he pulls out and there's a key fob to get him in the door. Mm-hmm. And he goes in and they have little spy cameras that are magnetic that you can stick up on the walls and you can see out there. And then there's uh, a flash drive he has to pull out and put in the computer and download all the information while the FBI is watching him on the cameras. And then after that, there's somebody that's creeping in. Well, they got something for that. There's a sticking, sticky agent that he puts on his hand that he peels off a red thing that's translucent to his hand, and it's a poison. So if he sees someone, he can just be like, oh, I'm Nick Cage. How's it going? And he goes up and shakes their hand, and then they're poisoned, and they're going to die. But then in case he... So rude. Yeah, he wi- wipes his brow accidentally as soon as he puts on it, and he accidentally poisons himself. So, but the door closes behind him, so he has to go outside the window and climb around and go back inside to get an EpiPen. That's oh a special God. EpiPen that's like this stainless steel, like special one that he can inject into himself to save himself while he's like stumbling through and grabbing it and stuff like that. So, a lot of props. Uh-huh. Very technical for an actor. Like, if you're a new actor and you read this, it's a fucking nightmare for mm-hmm. you. Um, so, he. But it's Nick Cage, so he's done over 100 <laughs> movies. <laughs> so I come in, and I was like, okay, here's the pouch. Here's the key fob. You pull this out, do this. Like, there's a little light on the key fob, too, so I'm involved a little bit. I'm standing behind a couch, and it's like, okay, you put the key fob. I'm going to hit a button that's going to turn it green. So I'll take care of that. You just got to put it near it and do that. Okay. <laughs> and then once you go in, like, here's the flash drive. These ma- these cameras are magnetic. This whole thing is metal. You just stick on the cameras. They'll just stick on so- Okay, and then and then after that you pull out the flash drive. There's a little thing right on the table. You stick it in, and then you're gonna pull out the sticky agent. It's 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 one of those tagaderms. So it's basically a sticker, but on both sides it's it's kind of it's kind of sticky. And we put a, a thing of uh, what's that big red or or the killer red. Oh See yeah, the yeah, killer red, killer which red. it's a killer red strip, which double is a translucent, stick. yeah, double sided stick. So I put that on one side because it looks vicious, mm-hmm. and it's something he can peel off to look like he's activated the poison sequence. But the thing about that is one side, you have to keep sticky because otherwise it's too much action to have to unpeel one side, do the one, stick it on, and it would... It would get all crinkly if you would do it all in the action. So yeah. I had to preset them. So I was like, all right, it's set in the bag so it's like this. So the sticky side is up. I was like, you have to – and this happens a lot in props. We all know. It's like you have to fake it a little bit. Yeah. So it's this side sticky up. So I'm, that's the one thing you had to like teach him. It was like, all right, the sticky's up. Like be careful not to rummage it around because if it sticks to the side of the bag, then it's going to be a bitch. And it's pro- it might stick and it might be hard to get off. So he's like, okay, so sticky. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, you put in, you pull the killer red out, and it's there. Then here's the EpiPen. Oh, you put it on the core. See, look, no pen. It's not going to stab you, do anything like that. Okay. So I was like, all right, you got it all? And then he's sitting there, and it's like for uh, – I think Bill was there. There was a good two minutes. It was just me and him in this room, and everybody's setting up behind us. And I'm just sitting there looking at him, and then he just like is shifting back and forth and going, Okay. 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 Sticky. Okay. Okay, this could work. <laughs> and he looks at me and I was like, I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> and then I run back to him and our other assistant, who was Jack. Jack Johnson was with us oh, at yeah, the time. Jack yeah. So it was just us. And I run back. 
to uh, it was like I was like we got to make this sticky thing easier and just prep like so we're all like frantically mm-hmm. running because I was like, "This is gonna be a fucking nightmare. This is gonna yeah, be we terrible." Start, like, yeah. And we're them yeah, and there's like, like a desk in the room that's like out. It's part of the set, but we like move from our car to try to, and we're just laying them out that to make them easier to like peel off. And we're like, "Okay, can we do this?" First take goes, he does it perfectly, <laughs> like without a stint. We're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> This is like, and then he did it like a few more takes. I think the, there was only one take where the sticky kind of got raveled or whatever and didn't do. It. And I was like, he's a professional. Yeah. I guess he's a professional, but okay. okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I can say. He didn't ask any questions. No, it was just, okay, this could work. <laughs> it's always so funny when you work with like veteran actors and like newbie actors yeah and just like the level that they have and nicholas cage is definitely veteran to the fucking max okay where will we put unbearable weight of massive talent i'd put it in great i'd put it above (sighs) i put it above drive angry that's a good point i do think it's kind of on par with birdie but we got drive angry just kind of crammed in there. <laughs> we got to make some more space now between like, now drive it's like angry. Working around drive angry. Drive <laughs> angry is creating this portal of what is good and what is that's, bad. That's that's also why <laughs> I don't want I don't want to use my executive decision now because I really am like debating to just bump drive angry out of there. Yeah, you were again saying because last I time. just <laughs> I'm just going to use my executive function to bump that back. Down. I know it's just not. Wait, you can use your executive decision to do whatever somebody. You else's yeah <sighs> all right well that's why i kind of went on mine not drive angry yeah <sighs> it better not be con air you son of a bitch <laughs> no it's, it's not to bump a movie down it's to bump a movie up i think oh, okay. you should be able to use your executive decision to bump a movie up yeah you totally can that's what but the no, executive no, I mean, decision is for be. uh you think so it, to like because like what if somebody came in and the was like raising sense. arizona Hard to watch. That's fair. I can't wait to use mine to bump left behind up to (laughs) S class. (laughs) It's better than raising Arizona. That's fair. So the Coen brothers look like assholes. This is a class. (laughs) Are we happy with where Massive Talent is right now? Yeah, I am. I I think that's 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 fair. Okay, Uh, Caleb, you got anything else? I'm okay with it. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Oh, National Treasures. Oh, oh! All right, yeah. We could blast through these. I know. I think the last episodes we're gonna be able to blast through everything so fucking fast. I, I know it's gonna be these. it's gonna be all this like horrible sh- shit. Yeah, I always confuse these with the Tom Hanks ones. What Tom Hanks? The Da Vinci Code movie. Oh, I always like. I, I don't know what's <laughs> what. I know there was a guy who was like he had a thing clamped on his leg in one of those. But Actually, I thought you. For whatever reason, I thought I you were keep mixing up. Him, it like, with big. I think you were thinking of Ben Stiller, Night at the Museum. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all in the same universe, except one doesn't have Robin Williams playing Teddy Roosevelt. That's yeah. true. So this movie starts exactly like the Princess Bride. A kid finds a book in the attic, and grandfather says he's not supposed to be there. Um, then breaks out into a story about Freemasons and treasure and shit. Um, so a little bit off of Princess Bride, but starts kind of the same way. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, about the Freemasons treasure that's been fought over for centuries um, until the Knights Templar found it and hid it a thousand years later um, and made the founding fathers the protectors to leave only clues that <laughs> that the kid's great, great, great grandfather uh, has yeah. for some reason. Um, the kid grows up to be Nick Cage and an adventurer. Can you imagine His, just being a kid and then you grow up one day and you're Nick Cage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to grow up to be a firefighter. Like, no, you've grown up to be Nick Cage. The okay. adventurer, yes. The adventurer, Nick Cage. Uh, he figures out there's a map okay. to the treasure on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and he needs to find a way to stop people from stealing it, so he steals it instead. Um to figure it out. Um, his acting is over the top. He tries very hard to have quotable lines, but he doesn't pull it off very well. Um, they find the treasure, and they donate it all pretty much. All in all, adventure treasure hunt. I love treasure hunt movies. Uh, Nick was corny as hell in it, but it was still fun to watch. Um, it's a little bit more involved about that. Like, What would you rate it? First... He finds the, 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 the thing in the back of the declaration leads to a clue that leads to another clue that leads to another clue that leads to the treasure. So there, there's the quick version. Um, I, I rated it three and a half stars, actually. Ooh, okay. What, yeah. what would you rate it, Caleb? I'm just a big treasure hunt movie though, guy, though. Oh, I, I like... I like, like, like Goonies is like probably number two for me of all time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah, Caleb, go ahead. I think there's a lot of these movies that feel like almost like they're a direct ripoff of Indiana Jones. Yeah. But I feel yeah. this one does enough just original stuff to make it feel like it's not quite as derived from from that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean as cheesy as as Nicolas Cage is, can be in this, I thought it was is really good. Um Where would you put it? I would probably put it Probably above Crude's, but below Willie's. Yeah, I I mean definitely below Willie's. You don't have to <laughs> touch that. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill. <laughs> I don't remember it that well. Uh, I just explained the whole movie. <laughs> hey, sounds good. Um, yeah, I'm fine with the it. The bad guy, they go down this elevator shaft, and the, and they're like, oh, no, it's actually in Boston, because he's like, I got a gun here. Tell me where the next clue is. And then they're like, well, we'll leave you in this shaft. And then they go back up. They're like, we lied. It was in the shaft. It was in the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to move this thing. And then and they the, get in there, and they're like, oh, no, the treasure's gone. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what about this pipe? Yeah, yeah. And then it opens up and they're like, whoa, there's more treasure than we could have ever imagined. Then they donate it all to charity, but then they're like, well, you get 1% of the proceeds, which gets them a mansion and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But there you go. That, that's that's the pieces that you're missing in your head. Yeah, I'm fine with it being... You know, this movie felt more, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like more of a kid-friendly, and I say that like as a not like scary, uh, mummy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Grant is not agreeing with it's, the beast. It's thing. like a lame version of the mummy. Yes, I'm I gonna agree. put it. I'm gonna Did put it, it where have we have as many hot people in it. <laughs> I gave it two and a half stars. Damn. I said Nicholas Cage doesn't want his former partner to steal the Declaration of Independence, 
So he steals the Declaration of Independence. Yes, like, he does. Already, that's a yeah. massive fucking plot hole yeah. right there. Like, he almost dies because he's like, you can't steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, he's going to steal the Declaration of Independence. We need to steal it first. And it's like, <laughs> then what's the fucking problem here? I don't understand. Someone's going to steal it. Still, it's going to be and me. And multiple times, his, his bad guy partner keeps coming back being like, uh, Sean Bean keeps coming back and being like, just just help us out. And he goes, no. Yeah. I have to steal it first. But like, but realistically, I mean, he never wanted to steal the declaration. He just wanted to read the back and then put it like he just he wanted to it, so look he had at it, it real quick. And that's all his partner wanted to do too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was I, I. It's it's one of those like overblown fucking Hollywood movies. And I'm I'm big into history too, where I'm like wrong, 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 wrong. I don't know. Like I I would put it in not good. But not good. Yeah, I'd be okay. Top of not good. Better the Valley Girl. I, I, I would be okay putting it in front of Mandy and okay. That's about it. It's definitely not better than Mandy. It's way better than Mandy. One hundred percent. Hate not better to than tell Mandy. you, better than Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is our biggest point of contention. We gotta I know. Be. <laughs> I'll drop it to either. The, I'll either drop it to the top of okay or to the end of decent. I I'd put it at above Ghost Rider. Like they spent a lot of money and it made a lot of money, but people are dumb. <laughs> also, these movies kind of ruin Nicolas Cage for a little while. Yeah, probably. We haven't even touched on Nicolas Cage going broke, and it was movies like uh, National Treasure and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, definitely. Where Nicolas Cage is like, "This will never, this well will never run dry." Well, they, we, and then you the can't, well ran dry. Yes, but and you then can't. He's doing shit <laughs> that's like that's that's score to settle. Okay, hey, hey, hey. Ne- <laughs> these are not the movies that Brandon broke. He got all these, and he's like, "Let's buy twelve houses." No, no, <laughs> yeah, but he had this money. Nick Cage is who ran Nick Cage broke. But he had this money and was like, 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 let's keep rolling the dice. Yes, um, I I'd be okay putting it here, right behind Manny and above Ghost Rider. I don't think I'd be down to go lower than that, though. Okay. and I'm, I'm fine with that. Bill? That's fine. Okay. Caleb? Caleb? I'm fine with that. Okay. You got your approval. There you go. <laughs> um, what about National Treasure 2, who has... The, Ed, say, Ed Harris. Ed Harris, yes. Which the only... Okay. <laughs> same story as uh, National Treasure 1. No. It's not the same story, because this, this is what pissed me off. I had never seen National Treasure 2. And I was like, okay, cool. He's got to kidnap the president. I'm like, what kind of map does the president have tattooed on his body? <laughs> he takes the president on a slight detour yeah. for he didn't one kidnap scene. Him. He's I like, was, there's I a was, secret tunnel over here. And the president's like, oh, I love secret tunnels. Let's go look at it. I w- that actually pissed me off more than anything. I was like, he never once kidnapped the president. He shut a door behind the president. That's true. And then told the president how to get out of there. Yeah, but someone comes forward with evidence that Nick Cage's... Have you seen the movie, Bill? I don't remember. Nick Cage's great-great-grandfather was the mastermind behind the Lincoln assassination, which would forever tarnish the Nick Cage name. But didn't come out until after. They were like, your great-grandfather was a hero of the the yeah. revolution of the uh, later the, on though but Ed Harris is trying to tarnish his name cuz there's history and evidence saying yeah. he was partially involved in 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 that so it seems like a stretch but uh <laughs> um 
basically he needs to decipher uh, John Wilkes Booth's missing page in order to find this new list of treasure. So it's a new treasure comes to fruition, and it's right. in this book that only the president that may or may not exist that only the presidents have ever had access to. Yeah, and that's why he kidnaps the president, which really leads him down a tunnel. He's like, I know you have a book, book and there's secrets. a secret in it that yes. we need. And he's like, Well, it's actually in the library in a secret box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Here's a code. And then he does. And then they track it down to uh, actually the Chinese puzzle box thing and the sides of the desks were pretty cool. Oh, in like the yeah. original desks. Yeah, they got to like find the pieces of wood to get together to get the cipher code. Really, it didn't really any matter because like all this stuff just pointed into Mount Rushmore, which they've done so much construction and stuff around Ru- Mount Rushmore's that reaching into a hole and pulling a lever and a door just appearing seems such far out to me because that would have been found because there's the the amount of size that cavern was it's like both nobody would movies, realize this is both here. these movies really depend on the audience just being lost in the story and not actually paying attention to any sort of facts that it's being thrown facts quote unquote facts being thrown at them yeah they're like if we pour water over here it'll yeah. tell us to reach in a hole and pull a lever yeah. like oh yeah it never rains in, in <laughs> South Dakota yeah right <laughs> <laughs> So you pull into a hole, pull a lever, and then a fucking door opens out of stone Jesus style. <laughs> yeah. You can just go in, and then there's underwater rivers and caverns but, and stuff that the heck. I don't know. I All I wrote was two and a half stars, um, a lot of the same. I gave it three stars, actually. It was a lot of the same. It was pretty much the same. You know, like, it, it's, it's, it's. The whole idea that, like, and also when they were showing the whole Native American built city of gold underneath the the uh, Mount Rushmore, it's all they're all using a lot of like whoever was doing the 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 set decorator on that or the or or the production designer did a, was borrowing a lot from like Aztec culture. Right. Which also does it like I kept looking at it and was like ah, I don't know. <laughs> it bugged me on a personal level. Um, where would you rate it then, guys? Less than National Treasure 2. You mean? Or National Treasure 1. Yes. I'd actually put it underneath Ghost Rider 2. I could be fine with it being above Ghost Rider 1 or above Sorcerer's Apprentice or above Valley Girl and Not Good. You guys decide. So we have Mandy, National Treasure, Ghost Rider 2, National Treasure 2, Ghost Rider 1. As long as it's not above Mandy, like that's 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 where I, I draw a line. <laughs> Caleb, what do you what do you got? You really held up on Mandy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a way better movie than this, and, I, I and don't Mikey think so. disagrees with me immensely. I don't think so. Adam Simmons loved like he said this movie is a masterpiece, which is which whew, movie? Mandy. Oh, I I think it's 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 so unique, it's so interesting. But we're not talking about Mandy. We're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb, where would you put it? <laughs> Clearly, I would throw it below Ghost Rider, but above Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Do you have Have you seen anything else on this list? Uh, not that I am seeing. Okay. Then you guys I had mom and dad on my list of things to watch. It just I just watched that it. this week, but you can watch that some other time. Uh, Bill <laughs> seems yeah. like he wants to talk about something. Uh, where did it go? Racing the Moon was up there. 
Racing the Moon. Yeah, Racing like the, the Moon. Oh god. Oh, there it is. Two up above Kill Chain. Above. You're right oh. There. Yeah, uh, I'm probably the only one who's ever either. seen this movie ever because no. I watched it recently. That's Would the one you need to talk about too. I mean, uh, since we don't know what to talk about next, yeah, I was just gonna say. Let's, what What let's did you watch it on? Uh, th- my television. Well, no, no, I mean, like, what streaming service? Like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> <But> uh huh. <laughs> I don't remember. I think, I'll let you I, know. I think Amazon Prime. Or I'll something. let you all know. Right, right. Here, save it for next episode because okay. then you'll have a ne- the. Have you seen Gone in sixty seconds? Oh yeah. Maybe we should talk about God in with, 60 uh, Seconds. Sure. Yeah, what's the other guy who's in it? Uh, with There's uh, a lot of people in it. What's his brother's name? I don't... Uh, I'm trying to find it right now. But his brother actually was in an episode of X-Files as a boy that had um, electrical his powers. His real brother or his brother from Gone in 60 his, Seconds? His, the, the actor that plays his brother in Gone in 60 Seconds was in an episode of X-Files where he gets um, electrical powers. And Jack Black is in that episode. And wait, what show is this? Jack Black is not in Gone. Oh. No, not seconds. in Gone. I must. I got to spike that. The guy who plays Kip. Oh, Giovanni. Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you knew his whole name. I know it because uh, every so often somebody's like, "Hey, you remind me of Giovanni Ribisi," and I'm like, "I don't see you it. do. I yes. don't see that at one bit." <laughs> yeah, every so often somebody says that shit. No, like, you, you don't look like you're perpetually hungover or tired. Yeah, he always he's does always have that face. Like, bag, uh, bags his mouth is always open. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm at four stars with that. Uh, Fuck, I can't find it. Okay, um, decent After Effects. It has like one of those crazy like uh, '90s. It's two. Th- it's year 2000, so is when it was made. But it has those like. Remember in the '90s, they had those crazy After Effects like openings on like every single movie that were all like kind of like digitally made, where they're. And they have yeah. like crazy like things happening that were borderline animated, but they're like, okay, wrap around this gear thing and into the engine. You know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Spider-Man, yeah. where it's like, yeah, yeah exactly. early 2000. This will look sick in five years. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, like that. And they're like super photoshopped through. Uh, and stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. Uh, it starts with three guys robbing a Porsche from a Porsche dealership. Um, it looks like they're a network of professional high high value car thieves. The guys uh, that we start with, they're kind of dumbasses though. Ends up being Nick Cage's brother. Um, and Nick Cage was like the ultimate car thief, but then his brother like was out of it and tried to get in. But then he gets in, and then he like is like, "Yeah, I got a Porsche," and pulls up to some dude on the side of the road and starts revving the engine like, "Let's race!" Because I didn't just steal a car, and I don't. I'm not worried about cops finding it. And of course, they start racing, and then, and then the cops start coming after him, and all that stuff. So, uh, the car they boost the gang about. Uh, Oh, yeah. So a gang gets him because the, the car, people he was boosting the car for, mm-hmm. like, he fucked up. So they're going to crush him uh, in, in a car crusher, his brother. But then Nick yes. Cage shows up, and there's, he's like, he's like, well, what are you doing? He's like, I got a deal to make. So now you got to boost 50 cars in one night. We're going to make soup out of your brother. I mean, that was, that was we're going to crush your brother. That was always the, the deal that they had with the younger brother, was that he needed to get all these cars, and now the mob guy's like, oh, you got until. Yeah, but he had like a couple weeks to do it or some shit Yeah, like now that. they have one week to do it or something. Yeah, so 
Or do they have 60 seconds to do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So Nick Cage <laughs> used to be the best car thief. I said that uh, Timothy Oliphant is the detective with the partner, and he's doing oh, very... Oh, I forgot he's in this. Yeah, he's the, de- he's the main detective. I mean, he... Yeah, no, oh, he's he's a big yeah, part yeah. about it. <laughs> he's yeah. definitely a big part he about it. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage gets out, and then, right? Isn't he? Is doesn't? Isn't that what ha- Nicholas Cage went to jail, and then that's why he got out of the game. Yeah, he got out of the game, and he was like doing like a little race go kart track, yeah, doing, like in some like yeah. desert. But then he's pulled back in to like save his brother, and, and that's the only way to do it. So he meets them while his his in the crusher, and he's like, "Fine, fine, I'll do it." Here's my biggest issue with this movie right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought this during this. This is the first time run through seeing this. There was four dudes there doing the crush. I was like, what? These guys can't take four dudes. Like, And he's oh. going to do the crushing. And I was like, maybe they're part of like a big gang. But at the end of the movie, were they like, he's like, well, I was lying. Yeah, yeah. And they start doing into a gunfire fight. There's still only four dudes. And he kills the four dudes. And I was like, so wait a minute, it you really was just four dudes. And they like they like <laughs> yeah. they're like, let's call up the list of the baddest criminals and murderers mm-hmm. and car thieves we got. I was like, call those dudes up and just kill those motherfuckers. Like, why are you so afraid of these guys that you need to go through this impossible task of getting fifty cars in because one then night? Because there wouldn't be a movie. Because then there wouldn't be a movie. I thought when you were gonna say biggest problem was uh Angelina Jolie's uh white girl blonde dreadlocks. Oh no, I love that. I, I, I did say that. That's that's the one thing I do love about Angelona G- Angelona. Angelina Jolie in this movie mm-hmm. is that she's not supposed like she's not like the sexy like piece of ass she's supposed to be in every other movie but she they still is. try she's turning kinda, her into that as like a love i mean interest. there's one scene where she likes she's like i'll ride the stick and like kind of like yeah. <laughs> scrooches over while they're supposed to be like casing that dude um let's see yeah they got to be a good cop technical requires them still for um i love how like there's a scene in there where the car's like trying to back up and a student driver c- comes by and he goes learn how to drive I was like, well, he is. He's in a student driver car. Um, most of his old connections are either dead or in jail. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Angelina Jolie dreaded. She's a mechanic, and she's like the most best mechanic in the in the game. It's very Ocean's Eleven. Um, there's even a guy from Ocean's Eleven in it, which is um, um, the dude who who plays uh, Casey Affleck's brother in Ocean Eleven. I've actually never seen any of the. You never seen movies. any of the Ocean Eleven's mm-hmm. movies? Oh my god! Well, when we do the Brad Pitt uh, tier, <laughs> you're gonna see everything, so don't worry. <laughs> oh. One of my favorite parts about the movie. Oh yeah, so we got to say about like the golden herring and the cursed car is the uh, the Mustang, like yeah, the '64 Mustang. That Cage can never catch. He can never rob it because he always gets caught. So that that oh yeah, the Shelby '67 Mustang GT 600. That's the car. He always mm. gets caught in, and so they save it for last, of course, because he's... He's got to have a big drive-out. He's got to have a big drive-out, yeah. It's so, like a shootout, but with driving. So they're good. They they find... They boost all the cars under the nose of, of the other one. Oh, there's one scene with a super young Michael Pena. He pops out out of nowhere as a Mexican gang member. Well, there's like while the do- while the actual crew guys who are like at base, their dog is shitting. It's taking a shit, yeah. and he goes, 
And then he like just like acts like he's doing some shit, and he goes, "Oh man, what kind of pervert gets their jolies off playing with dog shit, bro? You guys are sick!" And he jumps <laughs> into his car, and they just ride away. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's the that that's that's got to have been Michael Pena's big break right there. <laughs> well, I <don't> know. <laughs> break is a. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this group of guys could have planned the murder uh, for the guys threatening them easier than stealing all these cars in twenty. 20- four hours um mm-hmm. angelina mm-hmm. jolie being on the movie poster she's really in about five minutes total in the entire movie the last mustang chase is really good i noticed that the car starts before he turns the key so somebody fucked up in sound audio post <laughs> it goes that. it goes boom boom and then he turns the key he's like all right uh that's car cool. start sound yeah <laughs> um when the tar- car chase ends up in the la river Typical chase scene from this era. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, uh, they're still doing it now, like uh, with a helicopter. Yeah, they are still doing Michael it. Michael Bay did it in fucking ambulance. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, very typical. Um, the car even has NOS. So yep, yep. Twist that NOS. You got to turn up the NOS. <laughs> um, best part is though when they're on the bridge, there is a tilted tow truck where. Every single one of us has seen this when they're driving their car on the street and thought, mm-hmm. I could jump that. <laughs> well, you get to see it in Gone in 60 Seconds. He sees a down tow truck, and he has to ride it off to clear the wreckage on the bridge. And he does it, and he's able to get away. And then there's a gunfight in the warehouse. He kills the four dudes because they double-crossed him and said, it doesn't matter, you were five minutes late with the car too bad right i don't know why the five minutes really matters yeah it doesn't this movie's on par with fast and furious it's probably even a little bit better than the original fast and furious movie in my opinion well yeah i mean i have a lot of problems with the fast and furious well of course but that's why i said this probably is a better movie than the fast and furious actually i will say this i thought i'd only seen uh based looking at my letterbox because it'll tell you if you click on nicholas cage it'll tell you how many nicholas cage movies you've seen yeah i thought i'd only seen 49 Nicolas Cage movies, and I realized I never rated this when I saw it. This bumps me up to 50. 50. I'm up to 46. (laughs) 50? Yeah, nice. I'm up to 46. Uh, And actually, I I was like, because I hadn't written a little synopsis of it. I hadn't rated it. Uh, Just you giving me like the overlay. I was like, two and a half stars. Two and a half stars? Yeah. I would put this in classic. It's forgettable. Seriously, it was big at the time, and it was it was um, I don't know. I could watching it again. It was almost laughable. I would put it in classic. You put <laughs> it in classic, Bill. I would not put it in classic. Uh, Absolutely not. All right, I guess it's not I'm going to put a face off. More I'd classic put it in than this. S- in okay. Seriously, I uh, <laughs> I don't like when when Nick Cage plays a cool guy. I don't yeah. believe him. Yeah, I, when I don't he's buy like, it either. oh, uh, I'm gonna flip my collar up and. Whoa, 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 whoa. <sighs> gotta stop this car. Whoa. I'm like, oh, Caleb, you haven't seen this? this? No, but I absolutely agree with that statement of that yeah, Nicholas Cage cool does not play a very good, cool guy. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Mikey. Oh, man. I like when he's, this is making I, up I like for when he's a loser or just like a <laughs> Where did you want to put it? I'd put yeah, it in okay. decent. Okay, I think is more appropriate. Okay, so with my fight forward, let's at least put it. Oh, man, it's hard to even put it behind the crews. Um, Crudes was more entertaining than this. All right. I'm putting it in B, decent behind the Crudes. There's going to be kickback for this, too. I know it. Yeah, there should be. That the fact that this is above Mandy. It's, yeah, it is above Mandy. That's, you're goddamn right. Um, um, Bill, I'll give you another one. 
Actually, it's all. Actually, Bill, you're gonna get all of them because (laughs) we've seen everything. Actually, that's a lie. There's so much more still to watch. I know. Like, okay, real quick, I just wanted to say we haven't even touched on the fact that like a lot of people give Nicolas Cage shit as being an actor. They're like, oh, he's not a good actor. I think Nicolas Cage is up there with one of the better actors because like look at a lot of actors like oh they can only do comedy they can only do drama they can only do action Nicolas Cage does all of them he does all of them he's at least been in all of them in one role yeah. or another very well you want to talk about a serious movie yeah let's talk what about a serious seen? movie City of Angels I don't know if I've ever seen that all the way through. I haven't seen that either. Do you know what it's about? Yes, no. Nicolas Cage is an angel, and he falls in love with a human woman named uh, Meg Ryan. That's <laughs> <laughs> the oh actress, Meg, Meg Ryan. Can we save that one for next time, too? Since yeah, 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 okay. yeah. What, okay, what else you got, then? Did you see Army of One? No. No. Uh, adaptation? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Ooh. Oh, you haven't seen Adaptation? It's on the list. I'm trying to... Okay, here's the thing. I'm trying to spread out the movies that I know are good because I don't want to waste them all right. when they're and have nothing but awful movies that I have to sit through. Mm. See, actually, I, I thought we were going to try to cram out this Nicolas Cage stuff in one day. So I was like focusing on like... There's like, no way. I Well, yeah, now after we went through them. No, our next episode is... I, I think we need a refresher in between each episode, too. 100%. So our next one is 100%. definitely going to be a, non, a non-Nick Cage one, <laughs> No one, one wants to buckle it down for no. the, the five-part non-stop Nicolas Cage episode. Vampire Kiss? <laughs> I, I haven't oh, watched it, man. so I really Oh, it's on... It. Uh, it's on um, uh, you would love that movie. Actually, you would. It's you, on... You uh, would love that movie. Uh, it's on Voodie, right? It's, what it's is it? It's one of those... Tubi yeah, one of the or? free services yeah. where like you just it, you have to watch it with ads, but it's free. It's one hundred percent free. Are they going to make me sign up for something? No, nope. I didn't have to sign up. Come for to anything. my house and check. It's a on weird me movie with I, a rectal for thermometer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that thing is not tell big them enough the temperature, for me. You prostate. Um, what is a no? Oh, uh, Weatherman. Did you guys watch Weatherman? Actually, I watched that after we did the episode of Nicolas Cage. I went home and watched more. Nicolas oh, Cage. really? You guys can talk. I, I haven't yet, but you guys can place it right now. And that's that's. I'll put that at the top of my list. Since you have both seen, you you guys can talk about adaptation too. I don't mind that. If you haven't seen any uh, other ones, no, have you haven't no, seen no, Lord no, of War I, or anything? You should watch. No, I haven't. This is a really well oiled uh, podcast. <laughs> I mean, we've been going good so far. I mean, there's, there's oil <laughs> everywhere. So. Have you seen Bangkok Dangerous? No. Ooh, that's a... I just watched uh, Jiu-Jitsu, and that one was fucking a pill, I watched man. Jiu-Jitsu, too. That was, that was rough. That was a rough one. That was a rough one. <laughs> I mean, we're coming up on two hours anyway. Yeah. yeah, I know. I think we need to get one or two more in. If you don't have anything, Grant and I can just go. Or you can just talk about what adapts. I'm looking through now. them. I got one locked and loaded. Uh, okay, you go go with what you got first. Yeah, what do the you got? USS Indianapolis okay, Men I'm down. of Courage. I'm down to talk about that one. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. Uh, that is a terrible name for a movie. Yes. All right. Uh, do you know what the USS Indianapolis is? is? That whole tragedy. Uh, it was a. Like it a was a battle carrier battle. that was sent yeah. over to uh, the whatever the U.S. station in uh, the uh, Japanese islands. Mm-hmm. Um, with the nuclear bombs just to deliver them so that they could drop them on Hiroshima and uh, Nagasaki. Nagasaki. And um, then on its way back, it got hit with uh, one or two torpedoes. It sank. 
800 men jumped off the boat alive. Um, and then when they finally got picked up, because it was super secret, they never sent out a distress call. Um, like 200 men got onto it, and the sharks ate the rest. Oh, it's a I do know. I watched a documentary about this. Yeah, yeah it's, during it's, Shark Week, so, uh, there there was a thing about mm-hmm. this. It was yeah. a reference. They referenced it super hard in Jaws. Like uh, uh, Robert Shaw's mm-hmm. got a great fucking monologue about it. But um, yeah, yeah, there were all these men. Uh, some of them drifted apart, but uh, some they of them were like... they were like miles apart. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they saw them was um, the pilot that was driving over just saw a massive oil slick and was like, oh, it's probably like some like Japanese U-boat or something like that. And then they realized, realized like, it's oh, like it's, it's actually from a sunken one of our ships. Yeah, and like a naval vessel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember hearing like the, the accounts from, uh, from the guys who actually survived it. It's, and just it's, saying They how, had like, some at the end of the movie, actually. At the end <laughs> of the movie, but they don't go into detail because like, I, I listened to a whole last podcast on the left about it. Oh, jeez. About it, this? About the about Nick Cage the event. Movie? Okay. No, no, about <laughs> the event. And it was horrific. Yeah. Horrific. Like something I didn't know um, before, like a little research on this was that um, the human body is not meant to be in water for no. prolonged periods of time, especially, especially salt water. Especially salt water. And when they were pulling guys onto the boat, they would grab their hand, and their skin from mm-hmm. the elbow go- up would just come off like a, like a glove. And it's a term called slothing. And yeah. it's my they, they favorite were, term. They were out there for how long? <laughs> they were out there for days. Days. And because, to prevent, I mean, it didn't, some say it did, some say it didn't, but like it's not good for dehydration. Um, it's not good for the mental psyche, but they were drinking salt water. Yeah. But I mean, which you, only dries you out more, yeah. which causes instability, which mm-hmm. um, there were people that were there that wrote biographies and they said men on lifeboats were raping each other because they were just out of their fucking minds. And so, wait, like literally out of their minds. Yeah. Wait, like literally raping? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they were sodomizing each other. They, they were out at like just floating around in the ocean for days. They were losing yeah. their minds. Oh my God. Yeah. Sharks were just gobbling them up. People that couldn't get in the lifeboats. When you were in the lifeboat, you were being fucking gang banged. Like it Jesus was, Christ. it was a horrendous <laughs> experience. And I will say, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie did not have one single scene of male-on-male sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> so, not accurate. Yeah, there's uh, there's a weird dance sequence at the beginning of the movie that's really weird. Oh, yeah. yep. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in this. This movie should not have been two hours long. It shouldn't have been an hour long, really. It shouldn't have been made. Here's the thing about it is it they... The... Have you seen it? <laughs> no. They... they okay. <laughs> The the movie has it, it's like they thought that they had like a hundred million dollars more to make this movie than they actually did. Yes. And the worst part about it, at the end of this movie, there's a thing that comes up that goes, This movie is dedicated to all the people who died and survived in the And I was like, right. Ooh, that's a hard blow <laughs> to like like dedicate this pile of shit to that. But that was also a big problem I had with the movies. They were depicting this movie as a historical like I was joking about the like, you know, oh, I didn't see a single scene of male sodomy. Yeah. Which like I could see why you wouldn't put it in this movie cuz that's like a fucking that's a brutal thing to put in there. Yeah. But they really were hammering at home that this is a historical document. This is histor this is historical not even fiction. Just right. just a historical recreation and this 
doesn't come anywhere close to what the brutality of what happened in that movie. Yeah. No, it's it was a tough movie to watch, but that's it was slow. It was it boring. was yeah. It was slow. Um, it's a big thing about the Japanese suicide like tank or the yeah, but the, I don't the, think the, that was submarine even, bombers. But they didn't. Yeah. They had they had men Japanese soldiers that would ride in um, uh, torpedoes Missiles in order to, to like steer them better, steer them better. But I don't even think that's what happened with the Indianapolis. No, it didn't. They just fired regular torpedoes because I guess the captain had a heart and stuff, and that goes into like the thing at the end of the court when he testified or whatever. But anyways, that that doesn't even matter. I don't give a fuck when watching this movie about yeah. any of that. Yeah. When it when I saw it end and they got picked up, I was like, great, movie's over. And then I was like, oh. There's no. like 35 minutes left of them going to a whole court case. Well, like in to... reality, the the captain got court-martialed because yeah. they had to, the government had to be to blame like, someone. there's a reason why this happened, and it wasn't us, it was this asshole. Yeah. When he did everything he could have. But here, in the movie, the Japanese scenes, like anytime they see the Japanese scene, like it's... They're all every single one is shot like you're in a broom closet. Like you could tell they didn't have the budget to like yeah. to like show like anything more than like this little area. So they just put in like some sacks with like some Japanese writing on it, and they're mm-hmm. like, "All right, we're in a Japanese sub boat." Or, or I brought it up Jap- multiple times when watching it. It felt like whenever they were in the bowels of the ship or in the submarine, yeah. they were literally just in whatever boiler room. Yeah, for the studio it was they were so shooting tight. in, and we're like. Here we are in the bottom of a ship. Yeah, and, and here's the set dressing we can afford. It's yeah. like these little things. And then, like, I can't. For 2016, the CG is so god awful. Oh, my God. That, like, it's. They try to do so much with it. It just looks so fucking bad. Like, as, they shouldn't even done as it. As a shark enthusiast, also, like, the sharks that would have been in that area oh, yeah, would it's, have been, like, it's black like, tips, white tips, uh, yeah, baby it's great whites, <laughs> Mako sharks. And they got great whites just coming out and eating people. Yeah, I know. It. And they looked, they, the sharks looked like from like Jaws four, like they were yeah. like they were like papers oh. moving. Jaws, Jaws fours looks better because they're it's an actual puppet. Oh yeah, Here no, it is I don't just know. Bad I don't CG. think it all is. Maybe it's Deep Blue Sea. What I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, is Deep Blue Sea. But Deep like, Blue Sea looks a lot better than this. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's the one with LL Cool J, right? LL Cool J, and Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, we gotta get to the surface. And- <laughs> Defeat these fucking sharks, and then it comes. Yeah, to that's right. Then the shark comes in. Yeah. We'll do a Samuel Jackson one too. It's up. Don't worry. Samuel Jackson. Um, okay, so there are some good, uh, memorable quotes from this movie in the dialogue. I thought you were say good parts of this movie. I'm like, I'm all there aren't. Ears. No, no. I said the acting. The acting is awful. The dialogue is written even worse. Uh, why did you join the Marines? To kill people. And then Tom Sizemore has he, they try to make Tom Sizemore to be like the the dude from Jaws. It's like, oh, if it, they went into the water, only three. Was he like the head co- mechanic that was down? He's there? like the head mechanic, but he has this whole like spiel about like like almost exactly like the dude from Jaws, and like they went into which he's talking about that that eyes ex- like a doe's eyes. Yeah, yeah. In, in Jaws, they're ta- he's talking about that event. He's talking about that situation in the Jaws movie. When he has right. that whole speech. Right, right. So he's talking about he was there. So I was like, oh, man. They definitely tried to make Tom Sizemore this. Well, then t- he ends up dying. So I guess not that character. But I was like, when I saw it, I was like, they're trying to make him the dude from Jaws. 
And, well, and they did the whole thing, like, immediately the movie lost credibility. I the, I think the scene we're talking about is when he's talking to the other mechanics. Yeah, it is. And it he's is, like, it is. he's like, have you ever seen a great white shark? Exactly. It bites through steel. It is, and I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> what yeah. world are you talking about? Bone against steel? Yeah. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, it looks like it was shot in the 90s. Nick Cage gets blasted <laughs> off of a boat as he's trying to get everybody else. Yep. Um, yep. The movie's turning into Jaws 4 because of the quality and everything else. Yeah, th- their three get separated. There's like a whole bunch of different groups. Um, the sh- the shark recently- killings are really anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, like, it's like yeah, shark like, just like and then it's just like, like comes oh, out of the water okay. and snatches somebody. That happens. Ouch! <laughs> Stop. Yeah. yeah, the weird settling of fates between captains also was like anticlimactic. They're like, I will shake your hand. We should have been better men. I did my duty though. Actually, that was the most historically accurate part of the movie. Oh, was yeah? The U.S. military, because uh, this was after they dropped the bombs on, on uh, Japan, and the Japan had surrendered, and they brought in the captain of that U-boat to testify yeah. against this captain, be like, no, he wasn't zigzagging, which was procedure, which he wasn't because of his orders. Yeah. And then he got court-martialed, and then that captain went up afterwards and was like, I'm so sorry I said that. I was forced to say that because I was a prisoner of war. Yeah. By the yeah, US but government. then they shake hands and they're like, yeah. well, we are good men, but mm-hmm. we did our duty. <laughs> like It was like this weird thing. And, and then, then he, they make and out, and it's just so like, out then of they place, make but out. it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, and then Nick Cage shoots himself after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where was the tenderness? It was just all of a sudden, yeah. in and out. Uh, I gave it a one star. I gave it a one star, too. Um, I would put it, I put it right up, <sighs> it was my least... My, my um, worst-rated movie, just above Left Behind. I was just gonna say, I was like, I think, I think it may have been a little bit above Left. <laughs> but we haven't seen Ant Bully yet, so we don't know. Also, I, I mean, hold on, what's the it was one? better than Score to or Score to Settle was better than USS Indianapolis easily. Yeah, I would say so. The score to settle was definitely better than you. What's the one I just fucking watched that I was like, oh my, oh yeah, jujitsu. I don't know about jujitsu. I think it was better than jujitsu. Um, I must say, dude, oh, jujitsu was a pill. That was a tough one to watch. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's 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 neck and neck with jujitsu for me. Oh man, that movie. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I got smash vegan burgers and I wasn't able to cook at the thing. If you want me, if you want some afterwards, they're pretty good. That sounds good. Yeah, okay. Bill's I got you. Nostrils over. I got you. Let's do, let's do one more just to like throw it in. We can either do um, Bangkok Dangerous or World Trade Leaving Center. Leaving Las Vegas. World Trade or World Center. Trade. We could do World Trade Center. I still haven't seen that. I've been wanting okay. to watch it actually because. This is another thing that we haven't talked about yet is like Nicolas Cage has worked with some of the most prolific actors and I've been just kind of ignoring World Trade Center because I'm like, oh, another Trade Center movie. But it's Oliver Stone. That's true. We it's, could do a good, decent one that I uh, I don't want to say decent yet because I don't know everybody else's opinion, but uh, Mom and Dad. Save the Universe. <laughs> You didn't see it? No, no, I, I saw it. I saw it. It was a couple of years ago. It wasn't part of this binge, but right. when it came out, yeah, I saw it. it Do you was, have a review, or is it on your th- your list? No, because it was before I started doing Letterbox. But it was it was um, it was kind of it was an interesting take on like the um, 
patricide sort of scenario, but it's a meteor event, or I might be misremembering this, or some sort of like almost zombie. No, you're thinking of knowing. Um, no, 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 but like oh, the, the zombie. Th- yeah, you're on it's the tri- like track. It's almost like a zombie-esque zombie. event. Or okay, we could do we could, parents to try and murder their their offspring. We can wait. We can wait. Pay the ghosts. We could also do. Yeah, I saw Pay the Ghost. Okay, let's talk about Pay the Ghost real quick because I I avoided this movie for a long time because of the title. And this will be the last one of the day, so buckle up. <laughs> I buckaroos. hate money. I hate ghosts. No, uh, so buckle These up. These goddamn capitalist ghosts. <laughs> so um, Nick Cage is like a busy father that comes home and like he just got this crazy deal and then but he's like a good he, like he loves his son and then he it's Halloween and he's dressed up and the kid just came back trick or treating but he wants to hang out and they live in Manhattan mm-hmm. and they're like well there's a carnival for Halloween let's go out in the carnival and he goes out to the carnival and they have fun and stuff and then their kid disappears turns around kid's gone turn around kid's gone like out of, he's holding his hand and kid's gone kid's dressed as a pirate Nicholas Cage is kid's dressed dr- as a cowboy. With Without a cowboy hat, which I thought they, was an odd they, choice. They, they, they I know explained they it. On it, but I, 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 I thought when that that scene happened, he's like, oh, I couldn't find the cowboy hat. But was I was like, I will bet you it was something between costumes and props, where where yes. where yes. props That's thought costumes thought had it, and then and costumes like, thought props had it, and then they showed up and they're like, Oh, I thought it was you. And <laughs> on the day Nicholas Cage was like, What if I just say something like this? And they're like, Fine, yeah. Move on. <laughs> We so already, we already got uh, 10 fucking scenes scheduled. Like, we yeah, got to move no, on. We, we just can't stick <laughs> around with this cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, so they go through. There's a lot of vultures and stuff flying out around. Um, mm-hmm. um, but then the kid before Not he real just... real vultures, bu- CGI vultures. Yeah, C- they're all CGI, but they're okay. Um, but the kid looks up to Dad before he disappears, and he goes, Dad, can we pay the ghost? And then he disappears. And he's like, what? Um, an Amber Alert goes out... Uh, we jump to a year later. Mom mm-hmm. and dad are divorced now and living separately. Because, but Nick Cage starts to see some shit, and he has like the whole board on the wall of like the investigation shit. Full on pictures, full on pins with, and, strings and strings between pins, everything. Real, real but now they're starting to see signs. He's starting to see him on city buses, and and mom is starting to see the scooter just get up on its own and roll through the hallways. And he's like, yep. "All right, I think mm-hmm. they're starting to talk to us." So he gets together and he starts to realize that most of the missing kid cases are all solved except for the ones on Halloween, which they all go out and they're not solved. So he starts talking to other kids' parents that were, and he finds out that they all said, can we pay the ghost too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then he starts meeting other kids that have been lost for more than a couple of years and they've been driven, the parents have been driven into insanity. Into insanity. The yeah. Like, yeah. Heroin scabs. needle in his yeah. arm. And then he follows one of the vultures and stuff into like a, a weird like homeless encampment in an abandoned building yes. where there's graffiti that says pay the ghost on. They're like, oh, cover oh, the, the fire. The cover blind the, man. The blind man. Cover the fire because the screams are out. The portal is open. Yes. And he's like, yes. what the fuck is this? All right, it's good. And then he didn't realize then that's where it is. But then he goes out and then shit gets a little bit more real and he starts to investigate a little bit more about the history behind what the Celtic thing? Oh yeah, because the son gets possessed with his mom, and she like drives with scissors Carves a Celtic sign, a Celtic into sign arm. into her arm, and he's like, "What is this?" And then they realize like the story behind the mm-hmm. woman who's the ghost, and she was burnt at the stake back in three hundred years ago because with her three kids, yes, because yep, yep. she believed in Celtic shit, and they're like, "You are the reason a witch. that, Burn the that witch. yeah," because there was like a, a big like. 
a pandemic going on where people were dying and they're like it was her so they burnt her and made her watch her kids burn and then she's like she's like i will come back every year and steal three children and i guess she did Mm -hmm. and then so so she stole three children every year and after a year they get locked there forever they can't they can't come through the portal anymore so nick cage finds us out he goes back down Goes into the portal. I have to save my son. I have to save my son. The wife believes him at this point. Um, and then they go into their old basement where there's like thousands of kids. Mm-hmm. And he has to go through and find. And then he finds not only his kid, but the other two kids that the witch is, or the, the witch, the ghost, part whatever. Of the, part of the three kid deal. Part of the three kill deal. And they're like, can you save us too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who are these random? They're like, I met them down here. Yeah, they're like, they came with me together a yeah. year ago. And they're oh, like, no, okay. you guys have any money? Yeah. <laughs> What kind of bus fare do you kids have? Yeah. So he grabs them and then they run out on this like bridge thing, but then the witch finds them and she's like, Oh no. She's like, I will kill you, Nick but Cage. But then all the kid ghosts all, all come the kid out ghosts. and fight her. Yeah. Which is like, why didn't they just do this earlier? But whatever. Because they were locked in the basement. He but, he broke the board and moved the rock that was closing the door to the basement. Wait, wait, from human side to the ghost world or from In the ghost world. In the ghost world. He oh. goes into the ghost world and he sees the house. We cross the bridge, I go to the house, and there was that. a giant stone on this the trap. This was the last door. movie I watched before my Nicolas Cage bin, and I was like having a hard time paying attention. Oh man, I, I, I was into this movie, and that's why I was like <laughs> he moves the rock and goes through and then he just leaves the door open when he leaves. So they're like, Oh, let's go help them. And then they just like circle the witch and then they're able to like get out in the nick of time. But the only so the only issue I had with this movie was at the very end when they came out and he comes out like there's a detective that you see you think that is going to be like a big integral part to the thing. But like halfway through the movie, they just stop paying attention to the detective and he just disappears and falls off. They're like, okay, so he just stops paying attention. You don't really ever see him again, and he never, like, follows up with them, and he does a thing, like, he finds, like, she, like, they get a medium at some point to come into their house, and maybe we can talk to them. Oh, the medium dies. And the medium gets, like, like, chokehold pinned on the ceiling of the wall, and then dies, and then she's, like, burnt in from the inside out. And they almost are, like, about to arrest Nick Cage. Like, a girl just, woman just died like this. And then his ex-wife is like, no, no. It wasn't him. And she's like, don't leave town. And then they bring him in. And then the coroner is like, this is some weird shit. Come in. And then she opens his chest. And it's like, it's like she burnt up from the inside out. I can't explain it. That's the last time we saw that dude. He's like, oh, my God. That was a big thought I had. Where I, I guess like, you're free to go forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did know. this. Good luck. Do, uh, Goodbye, do whatever you want. Go talk to some <laughs> ghost kids. Well, no, no. This was a big thought I had where I was like, the cops were like, A, right away they were like, we think you murdered your child. Yes. A year later, a medium shows up, a medium dies, and they're I like, know. don't leave town. And then a couple of days later, Nicolas Cage shows, shows back up, up with two, his kid. And two extra oh, uh, two kids. extra Two extra little like Hispanic or, Who's or been, Chinese kids. Uh, or, his or, Chinese and a Hispanic kid yeah. that have been missing for over a over year. year. And then the cops are from, like, from okay. Their, from their countries? I no, don't know. No, no, no. From in town. All in New York. Were they, they all, all in town? It's all in New York. Either all in way, Manhattan. Yeah. Not not white children so like like they're clearly not related to Nicholas Cage. Well, one of them one of them was the girl that, that he he talked to the mom and she had a Chinese restaurant. Oh. She's like I'm starting to see it. Oh my god. And then they said that. like the name and then like the fire blast goes and yes. he's like, "Oh no." Either way, they're like, "Okay, Nicholas Cage is back. Movie's over." Like, "No, no, 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 no." What happens when the cops are like, 
we have a lot of questions. Yeah, about the two children that you just brought you out. You said you brought them from the ghost world? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Through... The DA is definitely going to prosecute this. Yeah, because they walk through the Wait, portal. were they souls or were they physical no, no. children? They, they, become, become, they, they were they, souls they and were then they the become last... physical children. They, so the rest of the children, after a year, they become souls never to be able to escape again. And then and they're they, just souls. So you could see when he walks in and there's thousands of children, he's walking his hands through and he's going, it's passing through all the children. So they're just ghosts. But and they're they ghosts. they get their body but, back. But the ki- no, no. Once but but go... once he reaches the kids... Like his kid and those two, they're oh, solid figures. I see, I see. So after so a year, still... they deteriorate to ghosts. Yeah. Um, so and they're just. What do they do with the children in the ghost world? They just, they stand just there. They keep it? them in a basement. They stand there. They stand there in a and basement. Look up and like help us, help us. Yeah, that's all they do. Help me. Oh, yeah. it's just because this is the that lady. Yeah, he comes through and goes. He goes, Barney or whatever the fuck his kid's name is, and then all the ghosts just go, oh. like, like, like. I'm so cold. Please take us <laughs> with you too. Yeah. Okay. But they can't. <laughs> okay. So he did it, but that that was my biggest thing. It was like he walks through with it, and then the portal, like which is like in this basement, just goes Poosh, and turns into a wall again. And he's like, "Oh no!" The, the like if he was like the portal was right here, they'd be like, the "Portal was right here." I, I swear, swear to God, that's <laughs> where I found a ghost. Yeah, the there. homeless blind man told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk to this. I gave I gave him my watch. Man. It's okay, <laughs> which is like a big thing in it too. I. Don't understand how Nicolas Cage didn't end up in jail at I, the end of that movie. I don't either, but okay, the movie wasn't as terrible as it could have been. Um, it's reasonably written for all it's worth. The horror uh, for a horror movie, and it actually has some really scary movie moments. A lot of jump scares, um, but not good jump scares. It's like jump scares. I'm, jump I'm susceptible ones. to jump scares. You know when they're coming. Actually, like yeah, you, you, I'm you could expect them. The cheesiest jump scares, I will jump. I didn't jump this entire movie. Really? No. I got one, yeah. You did? Yeah. Which one? Um, I think it was... <laughs> fuck. Oh, when he's... With the camera. When he's looking at the camera and stuff like that, and it's, like, glitching, and he's, like, looking in to see the kids in the, the oh. cabin, and it's like... Ah! Yeah. Yeah, whatever. That got me. But it's a cheap scare. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It is a cheap scare. I'll give it that. The biggest issue uh, for me... Oh, yeah. It's some plot holes in it. It's predictable at times. My biggest issue was the ending. Uh, he saves his son, but also two other kids. Um, when they come out, the non-his kids, uh, none of them remember what happened, but Nick Cage... Would definitely be arrested for kidnapping if he just showed up with these two random missing right? kids out of okay. nowhere. <laughs> I'm not the only one that thought. That. No, I wrote this. <laughs> also, they made it seem like the detective was going to be a super important figure in the whole because he like runs into his office like I got another clue, and they and, <laughs> and disappears. They, and he just disappears, or to potentially help at the ending. Or, like it would have made sense if he like ran in with him or something like that. You know, or, or if he runs out and he shows up at his house, the detective's there, and you know because of all the shit that was happening at the end of the movie and the detective's like, who are these other kids? You're like, I saved them. And, and the detective was like, I believe you. Yeah. Then it might've almost made I sense. Know. It might've kind of been like, I like, would have liked like, the detective to run in with him. I think that would have been cool. Um, pay the ghost. I put three stars actually. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I thought it was better than most of his movies. It was watchable. It was entertaining from front to back to me. I, Thought it had some scary moments. I'm not a big scary movie guy though either. So, I thought the I thought the script was reasonably written aside from those few plot, plot holes. What did Jackie think? Jackie's a big horror fan. She right? didn't watch it. She's over Nick. She won't even watch. <laughs> she won't even watch uh, the kids' movies now. She won't. She didn't watch Astro Boy with him either. Dude, all right. So I, I, I before I give my review, I, I do want to say when I came home, 
last time we did the Nicolas Cage thing. And Sky was there, and Sky's been watching me binge watch these. And Sky was like, okay, so cool. We're so like, uh, how the Nicolas Cage thing? Like, we got through 12 movies, and Sky was like, oh, okay, great. So we're done with Nicolas Cage. And I was like, nope. no, we're probably going to do at least two more episodes. <laughs> and Sky was like, got actually mad at me. And it was like, <laughs> wait, are you serious? I thought we were done. I thought we were done. <laughs> I have to space out when I watch them now, too, because of Jackie. I have to like wait till she goes to bed, and then I'll throw one on. Uh, I, fortunately, I'm going to watch them all. Like I'm committed. <laughs> fortunately, I'm at 50 right now, so it's like, I don't have a lot more leg room. Yeah, you only have 40 more legs. <laughs> no, no. We're talking star. Where are you going to put Pay the Ghost? we got to end this episode. <laughs> I said two stars, and I think it's... I think it's under Valley Girl, to be honest. I think it's not. No girl. way. It's it's no. Nope, I'm it's not allowing that. <laughs> Valley Girl at least is like a semi historically accurate to this is what it was kind of like in the Valley in the 1980s movie. Pay the Ghost is just gibberish. I think once we start getting ones in like I think it's above like two one one and like Kill Chain and Outcast. I think uh, these are going to start filling up like crazy. Maybe. I think Pay the Ghost. I mean, Pay the Ghost is definitely above almost all those. This is this is a fluid scale. I'm fine with leaving it there. Let's leave it here for now. So yeah. We can adjust, okay? Um, I think we got in more than 15 this time. Um, man, Caleb, are you still with us? I just don't. Ha- I don't have a a whole lot to add about these other. Movies. You don't got a horse Sorry. in this race. It's all good. Um, I'm going to lock this list for now, and we'll get a bunch of pissed off people for this, but we're not sharing it yet, so it doesn't matter, but I'll give it a good screenshot. for the No, moment. I'm actually kind of fine with sharing it as we go. This is an evolving process. Let people Let people give their opinions. And give our opinions, and then we can tell people why they're fucking idiots. Sounds <laughs> great. It's one of my favorite things to do. Well, for now, um, I'm... Oh yeah, we got a good good ooh, level of wax going in there. Ooh. I'm gonna go ahead and drink it. I'm gonna go ahead and blow out the Nick Cage candle. Dude, this is almost like who's afraid of the dark, but like who's afraid of the Nicholas Cage. Know. I know it's probably gonna still take a couple more episodes to get us through this. <laughs> but I know that once we get to a lot like there's episodes I show that I was like, I don't want to talk about that one at all. That's just gonna rip through real quick. So we'll get to it. Just watch Humanity Bureau. That one's not great. That's a rough one, too. I saw that one. (laughs) So, uh, Caleb, thank you for joining us. Where can our people find you? Wait, wait. Uh, We are on all platforms. Like, you can listen to our podcast on all platforms. We're on all social media at The All Bros, uh, where you can find everything that we do, our movie reviews. Uh, the recommendations that we've been doing on Instagram and TikTok, those have been fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Just oh. basically everywhere at the All Bros. I actually have one last question before you go, Caleb. I have one what question for him, too, but you go first. So, I saw an interview with, um, just I, I was just thinking because we t- were talking about Bruce Campbell and Aunt Bully, or I was talking about Bruce Campbell and Aunt Bully, but he was talking about the time he met William Shatner, and he was saying he loved Star Trek. But you don't say that you love Star Trek because that's too obvious. So you got to say something that a movie that or a piece that an actor was in that you love that isn't like it's iconic. uh, That isn't iconic. That's obscure enough where the actor will be. Oh, I can't believe you like that. I like that, too. What would be your 
non-classic Nicolas Cage movie, if you were to meet Nicolas Cage, that you would say that you loved? Does that make sense? <sighs> yeah. Ooh. I'd probably give him my honest opinions about Valley Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're just going to burn that bridge right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nicolas Cage, I love you. Like just just because all the other movies that he's been in that I've seen, I've I've kind of enjoyed, but it's just like it's Ghost Rider, it's National Treasure. It's it's the ones that I feel like he's getting approached about a lot. I don't, I don't think, he's think he's having people Ghost go Rider up to him think... and be like, "Hey, so Valley Girl kind of sucked." <laughs> <laughs> your first one. I also before we leave, do you want to use your executive decision at all, or are you pretty oh, yeah. satisfied? Where's your executive decision? No, I'm I'm pretty satisfied. All right, so far, sweet. I think this is a good ranking. I just want to say right now, you can lock amply. <laughs> I won't lock. He says I won't. That's <laughs> there's there's. A... <laughs> That's fair. He's like, let's give leave it to speculation. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> perfect an audience. It's just not me. Yeah. <laughs> or or my co-host Rose. <laughs> yeah. We're part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. You can check out all the shows, which are um, man, I don't know which ones are left anymore. The Hood Diner, The Plunge, Angry Dad Podcast, um, Untrained Eye. Can't forget them. Um, I don't know if the rest of them are sticking around or not. The 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 Jimmy Neutron above everything else podcast. Yes. The, uh, uh... <laughs> Everybody go check out the All Bros. They they're pretty awesome. I was also on their last episode. We talked about uh, Indiana Jones. Ooh. Yeah, the new Indiana Jones movie. It's a pretty good review. We liked it. That's that's what we it, or we said it's better than the Crystal Skull. Spoilers. Yeah, but like. A, a fucking drilling into your head with a with a two inch bit is bigger than fucking yeah yeah exactly yeah, I know that's what we got to check out the, po- the episode for anything more so go check that out uh, yeah cool um, until next week. Bye.